The other day we were talking on the show and Luke mentioned he saw some report about U.S. diplomats getting um, swabbed into bum bum by China. And uh, it turns out it's a real story. U.S. diplomats were going to China and China gave them the infamous COVID-19 butt swab. And the U.S. is extremely angry about it. But come on, what's Joe Biden going to do? He's going to be like, hey, look here, you know, China, I'll do whatever you say. And that's what's going to happen. The, the U.S. is entirely shifting its focus away from China, even after things like this, towards Russia, Syria. Sanctions on Russia are coming. Joe Biden just launched an airstrike on Syria. And, and all of a sudden, all these Democrats are like, actually, this time it's OK, even though many of them were saying that Donald Trump had no authority to do this. Now, Joe Biden does it. And this is proportional. Great. Well, I'll be, you know, look, my respect to the progressives who are calling out Joe Biden really angry because they were like, yo, I voted for you to get me a check not to blow up kids in a foreign country. But I'm kind of like, you know, we warned you, man. And all I can really say is welcome to the fight. Thank you for, for pushing back on this insanity. And I agree with you. Joe Biden's supposed to be giving American Americans COVID relief. He's not doing that. So we got those stories. We got this crazy story about a giant golden Trump at CPAC that's making everybody, I don't know, angry, actually. Like even conservatives are getting mad at the absurdity of this golden idol of Trump. And then we have some other funny stories. We'll see what we get to. There was one where apparently American Airlines reported a strange cylindrical object floating over it. So military weapon, aliens. We'll see. Hanging out with us today, we got Drew Holden. How's it going, man? You want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, my name's Drew. I'm, I'm back on the program. Really excited about it. Uh, you may know me from Twitter for being the annoying guy with all the lists. Uh, <laughs> if you've if you've seen the the list emoji, I use it far too often. The thread emoji. Uh, and I'm I'm happy to be here talking about a lot of stuff. Obviously, we've had a lot of hypocrisy afoot lately, and so uh, it's all it's always good talking about liberal hypocrisy. I find there's there's usually enough of it to go. There's around. just yes, so indeed. much. It's like mining, and then just it's just there. Yeah. You know, it's like, this one's easy, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, it's always like you hit an oil well in a, in a lot of ways. Um, because all you, all you got to do is turn and just look back a little bit, right? Mo- sometimes six months. Six weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah six weeks, a couple of months, sometimes a year or two. Right uh, but as you. long as you go back far enough, you can always find something that was just patently ridiculous. Uh, and the latest, of course, we have is Syria. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, just to begin off here, I would humbly like to say that I feel like Nostradamus today. Oh, yeah. We were talking about these... Uh, I don't know why people call them swabs. They're really probes. They go inside of you three inches. Uh, important talking point here when when describing what just happened to the U.S. diplomats in China. <laughs> so, yeah, I was talking about it yesterday. We were talking about it weeks ago. I said it was going to be expanded. I was talking about it years ago on my independent media channel, We Are Change. And if you would like more Nostradamus-like content, <laughs> you could get it on We Are Change. Go there right now and in the top right-hand corner. Just put in your email list. It is imperative to keep me alive. And if you want to support Nostradamus, you could also buy <laughs> my t-shirts like the one I'm wearing right now, which we're going to be talking about later in a related story, which you could exclusively get on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. Thanks so much for having me. And you know me, everybody. Ian Crossland, what's up? Coming at you. IanCrossland.net. Drew, I'm glad you're here. We can rip apart the liberal economic order. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> yes. with that. And the derangement of the term liberty. <laughs> yes. And uh, coerced in a bit. But thanks, for, thanks for joining, man. Good to see you guys. Pleasure's mine. Pleasure's mm-hmm. mine. And then I'm in the corner pushing buttons for these guys. And this is going to be a wild conversation. I hope you guys are ready for this. 
But before we jump into the podcast, we have an awesome sponsor today. today. Oh, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we got Virtual Shield. Just go to surfinginternetsafe.com and you can get 50% off for life a virtual private network service. What this is, is a basic level of security for you as you browse the internet. We know that there are hackers. We know that there are government agencies and nefarious individuals who want to break in, steal your data, track you, spy on you. And even these big tech companies, they know everything about you. They know really, really weird and creepy, intimate things about you. Well, a VPN is that basic level of, of protection where not only are you locking your doors and windows, but you're pulling down the shades so they can't see in. You know, I, I, the, the analogy I always give is we don't expect people to break into our homes, but we still lock our front doors. Go to Surfing Internet Safe and you can get, like I said, Virtual Shield at 50% off. The link is in the description below. It's just $2.50 per month. Per month. And you can enjoy 24 months of online security from the world's easiest and fastest VPN for only $59.88, over 77% off, they say, plus 50% off all add-ons and other great discounts on their other plans. They're also proud to announce that this month, all discounts are guaranteed for life. That means 50% off for long as for as long as you are a customer. Virtual Shield is awesome, you guys. They've been a sponsor since I started doing YouTube. Literally, when I had only a couple thousand, or I think I had tens of, a few ten thousand, like, what number? I don't know, 50,000 subscribers. I don't know what the number was. And uh, they sponsored my show back when I wasn't getting that much traffic. And they've stuck with us all this time because they're legit. And I'm eternally grateful. So again, surfinginternetsafe.com. And don't forget to go to timcast.com. Become a member for exclusive members-only segments. We did one yesterday talking about Lady, Do- Lady Gaga's dogs getting kidnapped and how Luke and I were threatening to go John Wick on anybody mm. who threatens our pets. If you want to hear it, timcast.com. Become a member. But let's talk about this first story. It's a Friday night, everybody, and we're going to make sure that you're getting only the best of entertainment. <laughs> Hi, Brad. We were like, should we talk about Joe Biden and the, nu- the nuclear code? Very serious. And then Luke was like, we got to talk about the Chinese shoving stuff up U.S. diplomats' butts. <laughs> and I said, I don't know if it's the most important story in the world, but it's certainly entertaining. Well, we were talking about this story. I mean, I came in here. I was like, do you guys believe this is happening? And I went off on a tangent. And I was very uh, elaborative about it. And, and you thought this was a joke. Yeah. I was like, I was yeah. like man, this guy and his metaphors. <laughs> yeah. This is fantastic. I'm like, no. Man, it's, it's hitting. It's gripping. I'm like, God, I wonder what the, what the diplomats what happening. Yeah. What, what was this? Yeah, what's main, happening? Mainstream media news. U.S. official asks China to not subject their staff to COVID... Bum bum. Bum behind probes <laughs> that go inside of you. And of course, the Chinese response was very telling at first. They were like, no, no, this never happened. I don't know what you guys are <laughs> oh talking God. about. Uh-huh. They denied it. Now they're saying, oh, this was done in error. Oopsie. And we promise oh, it won't be ever done sure. again. Well, so, so, so sure. here's, here's what happened. The State Department's pissed. All right. Mm-hmm. We have the story from the Hill. State Department says it never agreed to China giving U.S. diplomats COVID-19 anal tests. They say Chinese <laughs> officials who forced, they forced American diplomats to undergo bum-bum ah. swabs for COVID-19 did so in error. The State Department told The Hill on Thursday as Beijing denies it conducted the tests at all. The Washington Post reported last week that U.S. officials had said some American personnel in China complained that they were being subjected to <laughs> anal swab tests for coronavirus by Chinese authorities. This is so obvious what they're doing. 
They're doing this to subjugate and humiliate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what they're exactly. doing makes no sense. They're going to clone well, them. Well, it depends. Uh, <laughs> With what? The well, DNA? From no, the poop? No, no, no. no. The DNA I, from the butt. Yeah, yeah I think from it's more than that. I think, I think, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 right. no. Ian is onto something. Yeah, you're right. Because there was official U.S. government sources coming out just a few days ago talking about how China was trying to get the COVID tests that were used in order to get DNA samples from Americans so they could better predictively predict the market and dominate it in the pharma right. industrial complex game. Yes, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. So, so China it, now is on this huge rampage of them trying to get as much information as they can. They understand information is the new oil. They've been on this huge race trying to get as much as they can because they know, hey, if we get everyone's DNA, we're going to know what they're going to get sick of in the future. They're, we're going to know what ailments they're going to have. We're going to know what pills to make, what medicine to make to sell it back to the United States at a cheaper profit that we're going to mass produce and we're going to outcompete the other competitors in this larger pharma industrial complex. So this was a legit thing that they're talking about. And there's a reason politicians bring their own toilets when they visit other countries. The information you could get from your you know what uh, is extremely <laughs> bum, bum. Uh, Im- important, Stool. and and many politicians literally. I mean, th- there's there's reasons. Secret Service literally has a detail, uh, th- probably ones with the bad political opinions. But the Secret Service <laughs> has a detail that that is in charge of collecting the president's <laughs> poop to make sure a foreign what? country doesn't get it. Because if they do, no. they'll yes, look sense. the story up. Yep, That's uh, I'm crazy. telling you. So this is this is this is more than just ridicule, in my opinion. It wouldn't surprise me if these larger uh, uh, butt probes were done in a way to get the DNA of U.S. diplomats in, in some kind of larger uh, information grab that, of course, the Chinese will use to their advantage in their fifth generational warfare, la- larger propaganda efforts that they're in charge of. So, yeah, a lot of this stuff is real. I've been talking about this for years. People have been looking at me like you're crazy. I'm like, they're going <laughs> into your yeah. behinds. Watch your behinds for years. All I'm right, like, Alex. oh, you're kidding. You're just jo-. I'm like, I'm not joking. Like, I'm telling you this is coming. And this little... The, Things with the diplomats is only going to, of course, be the start of this since they're going to be expanding this and, and other countries are going to recognize, right, hey, right, we can right. get everyone's okay. DNA. Gotta, Let's we, get we it. We got to fact check. They don't go around yep. collecting the president's poop because oh. they're scared of people collecting it. They they bring secure portable toilets yes. for the president for security reasons. Yes. Because what? if the president's like in a mall bathroom or whatever, right. it's like it's a security risk. Another risk is, of course, the people getting information on the president from the, the inside of the poop. Luke is correct. From yeah. N- NPR, China wants your yeah. DNA and may already have it. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I saw that go by. Yeah. They say as COVID cases begin to rise a year ago, a Chinese company contacted several mm-hmm. U.S. states and offered to set up testing labs. As a byproduct, the Chinese firm at Beijing Genomics Institute would likely gain access to the DNA of those tested. The offer was tempting for states struggling to set up their own testing facilities for a new virus on short notice. Right. But U.S. national security officials urged the states to reject the offer, citing concerns about how China might use personal data collected on Americans. Quote, we certainly reached out to our partners and the community to make sure people were aware that the Chinese were pushing out these tests informing them of what the risks were and really asking them not to take the tests, said Mike Orlando, the head of the National Counterintelligence and Security Center, which is part of the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. As far as I know, they all turned them down. So there's actually a bunch of stories about this. They've been trying to get access to American DNA. Have you guys ever used those uh, 
23 and me test yeah it's the same idea i've never taken them have you guys have you taken them before no my brother did recently though so i guess all my dna is out there you're in yeah you're i just don't i don't know if it's a big deal but i don't want to speed up the process if it might be so i just haven't no it's it's a huge deal this is this is this is crazy from newsweek china wants your dna and it's up to no good from gordon g chang an author this is from november of 2020 and he says why does china want such sensitive data Beijing is determined to dominate the biotech industry. Beijing may also be developing biological weapons mm-hmm. designed to target certain ethnic groups. Yep, I had that. I had that in my list. I was waiting Dude. to talk about that because, again, we have to understand it's not just the pharma industrial complex that's going to be screwed over if China gets all of our DNA. That's going to outbid them and know what people are going to be sick of and know what the demand is in the big pharma markets. But it's also bioweapons that, of course, could be used, could be genetically engineered to specifically go after individuals with a specific genotype and only affect them. So this is larger biological warfare stuff that, of course, is is being studied, being conducted. A lot of it the United States is paying for, but a lot of it is ending up in the hands of the Chinese, which is absolutely perplexing, mind-boggling, and uh, infuriating to find out. I mean, Dr. Fauci was literally responsible and and was one of the bigger founders behind that level three level wuhan laboratory inside of china not many people want to talk about this but they were doing gain of function data studies on the coronaviruses linked to bats specifically talking about how they can engineer them again not trying to come up with any theories here i'm just stating some facts that were uh, talked about by the u.s mainstream media and admitted to them i'm not jumping to any conclusions but it's an important fact to understand here that this did happen i mean new yorker had a piece that that explored this concept right and i think one of the things that we probably don't give china enough credit for is they are evaluating different ways of fighting asymmetric warfare Mm -hmm. of thinking about ways that they can get a jump on the united states and that's everything from building new battleships to exploring the ways that they they can use biological weapons and And exploring the rectums of these u.s (laughs) speaking of exploring yeah and i'm tim i'm also with you i think on your earlier point too because i think some of this is just a power game right yeah i'm i'm reminded of how uh during during the cold war the u.s state department this is back when we were tough and good at things i think uh, a long <laughs> long time ago in u.s uh-huh. foreign policy the uh the russia desk would only hire diplomats from the united states who were men who were over six feet because they wanted to make sure that there was a better chance that they would be able to physically look down on their russian counterparts wow Psychological. so much of it is i mean and yep. think about it like it's it's just a giant game of chess right. at least to the state as far as the state department sees the world yeah. so much of it is just a big chess game and so why not have every advantage you can but, but think about this too like china has no shame they want to win exactly. and they'll do whatever it takes exactly even looking in the butts of our diplomats <laughs> And I, I know it's funny, but this is serious, too, because we wouldn't do that for the most part. The right. United States probably isn't even thinking about having someone open up, you know, spread their cheeks and then take a sample. <laughs> yeah. But China knows there's things we'll learn and secrets we'll gain access to by understanding the diets, the, the, the gut biomes right. of these people. Right. And if they can produce some – look, we know that, like, gut bacteria is very important. What if they're thinking, can we craft something that just is a detriment to American diet gut bacteria? And that causes Americans to become bloated and tired. Hmm. It's a hypothetical. But seriously, there's a lot you can learn from this. Sickle cell anemia notoriously was harming the African-American population for whatever reason. It's not a a fecal, it's not like a bacterial disease. It's a blood disease. It might be its form. Genetic. Yeah, so so it's part of the, I think it's part of the blood cell. It's part of the shape of the African-American blood cell. And it is different. It is based on the genome. And I was actually talking, I've talked to people who have advanced scientific degrees. This is one of those conversations you can't have, but they did tell me you can design things that only attack certain genomes. They only attack certain races. This is something China has thought about. Americans don't think about it. Chinese think about everything. Well, we thought about our kids well, with TikTok. 
Yeah. They're thinking about bioweapons, maybe possibly with COVID. I don't know. We're not conspiring here, but well, the U.S. has been talking about bioweapons, especially right. with some classified documentation that came poop? out for for you know a very long time, ever since the Vietnam War. Uh, now, as far as how clandestine and how overt they are, we don't know because a lot of it is clandestine. A lot of it is something that we don't know. There's no transparency. There's no accountability. Whether on China, they just do everything out in the open. But also with uh, you know, you have to understand, you could get someone's DNA. Uh, from a nose swab, you could also get it from a, a, a behind swab, not a swab, or a probe. Yeah. You could get it from a, a, a butt probe as well. So they most likely, now the Chinese have a whole bunch of DNA samples on all the U.S. diplomats that willingly took their pants off when the Chinese government said, take them off. And they did, which is, which is, I mean, just imagine being a U.S. diplomat and, and just saying, yeah, sure, China, here. I'll pull Instead my of pants being down. like, I'll get on a plane and leave right like, now. Yeah, yeah. right. Instead right. of having some like dignity and saying, hey, no. No, right. you're not sticking anything up my butt. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like, 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 have some courage here. The Luke, U.S. State Department the had to release trust the science. That's what it's all about. You got to trust science. Yeah, I mean, Are you saying you hate science? Yeah. So science is a big at. hammer, and if you use it improperly, you can do a lot of harm with it. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it is gross stuff. Do you think but, you I want to get an asymmetrical interview? Asymmetrical warfare. I'm yeah. going to interview with one of these diplomats and just hear it from their own mouths. What were you thinking? They'll be they like shaking and rocking butt. back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> they don't make water hot enough. Yeah, and, and that's the thing too. Like, I, his hands are cold. <laughs> at, 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 at what point would they just kind of look to their su- supervisor, or superior, and be like, "Dude." Do we have to do this? Like, yeah. like at one point was somebody just like, you know, actually, I'm, we're going to call back to the embassy. We're going to check on this one real yeah. quick. Give us five minutes. What is yeah. it like for U.S. diplomats? Are they like under the, the finger of the Communist Party when they're over there? That's a good question. I, I, don't I know. Probably not. I, I would assume not only because they spend so much time on American properties, right, on embassies and consulates. The interesting thing, though, this is something I could have expected from the American media because they very much live under the thumb of of Beijing while they're over there. But you would think that the American diplomatic corps would have a little bit more, yeah. uh, a little bit more dignity, a little bit more self esteem, and a little bit more of an ability to push back and say, "No, no, we're not going to do this." But or, listen, we're living in strange times, and so America's becoming weak. Yes, we can. It's it's easy. There's a for, big metaphor here. It's easy for Biden to be like, "I'm going to bomb Syria." Because what's Syria going to do about it? And we go up against Russia because eh, Russia could fight back to a certain degree, but ultimately, what are they going to do about it? China? Oh, yeah. We can't fight China. They'll win. And they're winning. That's the that's the, the scary reality of, of everything that's going on. And I think so much of it is they want to see, like, and this this to me, more than anything else, is they want to see what they can get away with, right? This is, in so many ways, this is just a microcosm of the sorts of things that they're doing in the South China Sea, the sorts of things they're doing in Tibet, the yeah. sorts of things that they're doing investing in Africa and Eastern Europe. Um, this is this is a power play, right? So much of this is a power play, and it's how far can we push the big guy on the block, the United States, and get away with doing this kind of stuff. And if we can keep doing this, right, if we can, if the Belt and Road program can run through traditional U.S. allies across Africa, if we can muscle our way into Tibet, if we can muscle our way into Hong Kong, why can't we do some uh, rear-end swabs on U.S. diplomats? Why or isn't just, that the next step? It's, it's, it's incremental. It, yeah. it, it, it sounds silly to a lot of people. They probably don't think it's that big of a deal, but it's just one more grain of sand making a bigger heap where China says we can do whatever we want. We can go to an American and say, take off your pants and bend yep. over right now. And they'll go, yes, sir. 
Yes, no problem, sir. I, when I first heard it, I think yesterday, maybe you brought it up. Yeah, I, yeah, just no, kinda, yeah, I was bringing it up yesterday. I heard of, about it. I was looking at the sources like, hey, we need to confirm what? this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were talking about this a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago, we were saying, hey, China has developed a new way to test for COVID, and it's going up your buttocks three inches to swab you. And I'm like, this is not what you think it is. It's coming. Uh, it's going to be expanded. And now here we are today. Sorry, um, Ian. It go didn't, ahead. It, it almost like washed over me yesterday. I was just like, oh, well. The, whatever <laughs> let's go i'm not surprised but they it's lied the about game, it man. they lied yeah. uh, they lied about it big time that's really a big deal man this is bad no it's a it's 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 a decay it's just like everything seems to be heading down into the into the into the crapper you know, yeah literally and figuratively. Yes, right i was going to say yeah <laughs> and, well and, no go yeah, go no i was gonna say and, and so much of this too is it's it's China stepping back and not just pushing to see where they can go, but to forgive the pun, but probing where the weaknesses are, right? Where are the vulnerabilities? Where are the places where U.S. diplomats aren't don't have a level head about them in terms of the decisions they're going to make, the power that they're gonna that they're gonna stand up against, and mm-hmm. the things that they're unwilling to do? It's, and I think well, the more they do I, that, I want I want to use it to jump to the next segment. We'll talk about the weakness of the United States. Yeah. So we have this story that came up a little while ago from military.com. Dozens of House Democrats call on Biden to give up sole nuclear launch authority. This is crazy, but it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't be unexpected. Joe Biden is uh, he's not all with it. See, I now. think that's fair to say. There's been reports that Kamala Harris has been doing his job for him right, because whoa. he's been napping in the sun, as I predicted. Yeah, she's talking to foreign leaders on his behalf or whatever. And now they're saying, we, we, we think Joe Biden should give up sole power to launch nuclear weapons. And you know what? I agree. I, I agree. I don't think a senile old crackpot should be holding nuclear football. Do you give it up to who? To open it up to other people. Now, that's a problem. Who are these, who are these other people? Come Maybe, on. you know what? This is, this is the problem of having, you know, a president who's in only because people hated the other guy. Yeah. They, they it, Clearly right now, you've got all the Democrats complaining. Well, not all of them. I'm sorry. All of the progressives complaining about Biden. Some of the Democrats, but many of them just saying Biden can do no wrong. Right. You get a president who's based on hating the other guy. You and and, and he's basically what's the difference? You know, a lot of people say, like, you know, he's going to do a lot of the same foreign policy things. He's actually doing worse. People are worried now we're going to lose this peace we're developing in the Middle East. He's going to destabilize everything. But I'm sorry. He is he is a senile old crackpot who was elected without the ability to be president. And now Democrats are saying he should give up the, the sole power of the nuclear Dude, launch. Dude, he just bombed Syria. Well, I, th- okay, well, let me just get this yeah, out yeah, really yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about this bombing of Syria. I read some mainstream news articles from NBC and some other, and they were like, it's in retaliation to Iran. Okay, obviously NBC is going to say that. The other one was, oh, this might this is actually a perverse way of improving diplomatic <laughs> relations with Iran because it's going to be forcing them to the whatever. Uh-huh. It's sickening. I'm sorry. Well, Luke, so, no, no, no. Well, so let, let me read some of this story from military.com. They say nearly three dozen House Democrats are urging President Joe Biden to relinquish his sole authority to order the launch of nuclear weapons, arguing that no single person should wield apocalyptic military power. They say vesting one person with this authority entails real risks. Past presidents have threatened to attack other countries with nuclear weapons or exhibited behavior that causes other officials to express concerns about the president's judgment, according to the letter, which was spearheaded by California reps Jimmy Panetta and Ted Lieu. Now, interestingly... Nancy Pelosi tried doing this with Donald Trump <laughs> in, uh, I believe it was what, like after November. Yeah. She went to the Joint Chiefs, I believe right. it was the Joint mm-hmm. Chiefs, and she said, block Trump's ability to order missile strikes. And they said, ma'am, that would be a military coup. We can't do that. Yeah. The commander in chief has the ability to fire the nukes. They're taking this away. Who would get it? It sounds to me like, uh, look, it's, I'm going to say as cliche as possible. 
All of these things are just ripping this country into to, to a million pieces. That's it. Well, you know, I never agree with politicians, but these politicians make sense. When they're, when they're talking about one person on this earth that has the power to press one button and end the human race, I'm sorry, that's a little bit too much power. Uh, when we're going to be engaging in nuclear war, we're engaging in a war that's going to end civilizations as we know it. And I agree with these Democrats. I never thought I would say this, but I agree on the merits here. Very- I, don't, I don't agree. Uh, I do. I think it should be decentralized. I think definitely there, it shouldn't be one senile old man who doesn't know where he is half the time. So, sometimes. So that's that, that's a problem of Joe Biden. But then yeah. the issue is you're creating exponentially more vulnerabilities with each right. individual. You'll give the ability to press a button. Let's put it this way. You got Joe Biden as a senile old crackpot. And that freaks me out because he might press the button and fire a nuke. They said Donald Trump was sporadic and, and erratic and he might press the button and launch a nuke. That's still only two people. Add 10 more people, and now you got to keep track of each and every one of them who yeah. might launch a nuke. It'd be cool if you needed all of them to agree. Well, I think that that's, that's my question, too, is what is the— No, that can't is, work either. Is, is the alternative that we have just a bunch of different checks and balances, if you yeah. will, before you can fire the nuke? Because if that's the case, eh, I guess, I guess that makes sense. But if you start truly federalizing the nuclear launch codes and, and really start having that many hands in the, in the kitchen— Here's what's going to happen. The Chinese communist dictator, you know, Xi Jinping is going to be like, I can launch all of the nuclear weapons and they will have no time to retaliate. We win. Hmm. We win. China will succeed. Our cities will be fine. And every nuke will explode over America before they even realize it. I guess you could automate a defensive response and only, you know, federate the the offensive to like six people that need to agree and turn a key at the same time. No, but the, the issue something is something really convenient the, the, about the, just having one. Well, maybe there's a would... reason why we have a president who is the commander in chief. It's so that we can respond quickly and instantly to serious yeah. militaristic threats. Well, maybe just add one more person that's sound mind that's next to him. <laughs> like, sure. like even I, then, yeah. even yeah. then. So this is like, the problem. So yeah. what? They give us a crackpot president and use it as, a, as an excuse to disseminate to the launch codes to a bunch well, of other people. When we gave the president the power like that, we didn't have world-ending weapons yeah. at the push of a button. True. No, wait, we we did. When Not, we created the nuclear weapons, we're like, Mr. President, they're yours. Well, when we created yeah. the office of the president and gave them all that executive power, we didn't have nuclear weapons that could end the human race. So the problem is, unless you can answer me this, when China and Russia know as yeah. autocrats they can snap their fingers and blow up the U.S. and we can't respond, what defense B- do we have? I don't think Biden could respond anyway. He'd probably be sleeping. I know. I know. You need, but a, you you need know, an automated response. You're not making it better by giving more people the launch codes. The problem is we are in a very seriously dangerous position because Joe Biden is a pathetic, senile old crackpot. I'm being a little hyperbolic. No, you're right. He's right. showing the cracks in the system. Yeah. So now you've got Vladimir Putin. What is he? He's former KGB, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's riding on a horse with no shirt on. <laughs> yeah. A bear, yeah. I thought. And no. he's he's so brutal. I mean, look at the, the, the dude who's trying to run against him who gets poisoned all the time. Yeah, Navalny. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, this guy yeah. is probably <laughs> laughing his ass off like Joe Biden. Yeah. And What's really, he going to do? It really does beg the question of if we don't trust him with this, with this responsibility of a president, right? Because that's all like that's we, we can huge, fight about who yeah. it, who's it should be. But um, if, if this is a, a, a duly charged role of the president and we can't trust him to do this, then what else can't we trust him to do? Right. Mm-hmm. In what other settings does he not? Is he not someone we want to be presidential? If we can't trust him to be the only one with his finger on the trigger for the nuclear buttons, do we trust him one on one in a room with Xi Jinping or with Putin? Yeah. I, I, I mean, know, again, I like know. these like. 
And again, the uh, mm-hmm. you know, as Tim was pointing out, the people who know this want to do us harm. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. The vulnerability is there, whether it's two people or not, because of Joe Biden. Yeah. I made the shirt that I'm wearing right now months ago, <laughs> and it says, I'm Joe Biden, and I forgot this message. This sentiment was true months before the election. It was true every time he got on stage. There's a reason they kept him in the basement. There's a reason he didn't do many public speaking events. He does a lot of gaffes. He messes up a lot of the times. Sometimes he messes up the locations where he He's actually in, and that's extremely concerning for the man that literally has his finger on the button and could end the world with one click. I want to make an observation, too. It's not Biden that's a problem. It's the cognitive decline of the human brain that's the problem, and that's going to be no matter what is going on. Cyber Biden. (laughs) We need to get Elon Musk to Neuralink Biden. Yes. Just give him a tune-up. Could you imagine? And, we could plan and then like Elon Musk has the neutral, nuclear launch code. I'm sorry, yes. George Alexopoulos has an image of this. Yeah. So the, the paintings you guys see on the walls behind mm-hmm. everybody is uh, George Alexopoulos, and one of his one of his memes is Biden sitting in this chair with like a ele- yeah. electrode helmet attached to his head, <laughs> and he's like drooling as children are being fed to him. Ah. It's I, I, ah. it is it is a real piece of art. It's hilarious. Right. But uh, I'm kidding. We're not going to make cyber Biden. But it is a good point. The, the ultimate problem I see with this is. This, this office is important and powerful for a reason. Right. You have Congress. They legislate. Ugh. They're slow and nobody likes them. They're not meant to respond very, very quickly when we're being attacked. The president right. can declare a state of emergency and make and take unilateral action. And that's their excuse for like bombing Syria, which is dumb because Syria's not doing anything to us. The problem is they hated Trump so much that they were like, we would rather have. Listen, I'm going to stop. They said. When Donald Trump got elected, you know, there's a lot of Republicans saying you're attacking the pilot of the plane because you don't like the way he talks over the intercom. You're going to make the plane crash. They hated Trump so much because as he's flying the plane, he gets in the intercom and he won't shut up. And you're like, just stop. Right. Right. So that so then some doting, you know, some dotard is sitting there drooling all over himself and like, I want him to fly the plane. And now they put the sleepy, creepy Joe who's sitting in the pilot seat drooling on himself, sleeping in the plane's going like falling down. (laughs) And they're like, better than the guy yelling at us for, you know, the entire plane ride. Right. He had two brain aneurysms. My goodness. I mean, I I, 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 (laughs) (laughs) it's it's just utterly insane. Also, the timing of this is, is very important because this letter came out right before he unilaterally decided to launch airstrikes on Syria. Right. Of course, without constitutional approval, without congressional authorization, and according to many illegal under international law, but really just continuing the policy that Barack Obama codified in 2014 and just bombed another country without any kind of oversight, transparency, or even accountability. It's for natural gas. (laughs) Biden says no Keystone pipeline in America, but got a turkey pipeline in Syria. Uh Yeah. See, it's it's okay when foreign contractors go and build gas pipelines in other countries that we're blowing up. Not okay when American workers do it. And it's kind of like, you know, I mentioned this before. They love outsourcing jobs. They love outsourcing factories. And then they don't want any of it here. It's almost like a not my backyard thing. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. we want the oil. We want the gas, but not in my backyard. Yeah. Even from a pipeline, right? That's the other yeah. thing, too, is, is the richest part. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. And, like, listen, it, it's got to hurt of all of the people who it probably stings for these, these strikes. It has to hurt the worst for Nira Tanden, who famously <laughs> said that we are going to attack Libya to take the oil. And now she is seeing us attack Syria for no good reason. And she's probably 
probably like her eyes are probably lighting up with dollar signs at the very thought oh, of it. Yeah. And yet her confirmation is going to get railroaded because she's uh, because she tweeted a bunch awful. of really dumb things. Yeah, yeah, that. But also like she's like by all indications a bad person. She punched a reporter one time, which I don't wow. think you're supposed to do. Um, and perhaps one of the one of the most awful things, even if you just look at it through the way that the Dems see the world, um, but I think the way that we all see the world too, is she, um, in an all-staff meeting, she outed one of her employees at CAP when she worked there at the think tank for bringing charges of sexual harassment against their boss. And so as they were as they were talking about it, she Whoa. just outed this 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 private concern and complaint. Um, the which, people the people who are who are look, man, the federal government is just a swamp. Yeah. And and there's like a tiny handful of people who are stepping through the swamp that are okay, but for the most part, it's a swamp. Trump did not drain the swamp. The yep. swamp is nope. just murkier than ever, and Joe Biden's back in and he is a swamp monster. Yeah, and think about it, he was like he's got so many people that he's inherited who are former Biden or, or Obama alums. Yeah. And they're like, what have they been doing for the last four years since they left the they Obama White House? Trump or well that or they've just been making a bunch of money working at working in Washington. And yeah. so they've only gotten more swampy, right? Yeah, they've only yeah. cycled out and now cycled back in. We also have to acknowledge the fact that three last sitting presidents bombed Syria without yeah. any congressional uh, authorization. The last time Donald Trump did it, uh, Jen Psaki tweeted, by the way, in 2017, quote, also, what is the legal authority for strikes? Assad is a brutal dictator, but Syria is a sovereign country. Gee, Jen, yes, uh, of course he is. Joe Biden even tweeted that Trump was erratic, impulsive, and it's the last thing a commander in chief should should do. When, of course, Donald Trump bombed Syria because his daughter cried. This is the end. Uh, Ivanka's yeah. uh, Ivanka Trump cried to him and told him to do it after the alleged chemical weapons attack, which there have been some very serious questions about and and a lot of evidence countering all the information. But the big thing here we have to understand here is when Donald Trump bombed Syria, there was at least some kind of fake attempt to frame some kind of evidence. They tried. They did it very poorly. It was it was fact checked to be wrong. But now there, there's no there's no evidence. Where's the information? Let's, where's the WMDs? Where's where's the justification for this that allowed the United States to do this? They usually put on a horse and pony show right before launching another strike. They didn't even do that this time. They didn't say there was a threat. They didn't show any evidence. They didn't highlight anything that, that could have justified this. We still don't know. Let's jump to uh, this thread from Drew oh, on this, one this guy? Democrat hypocrisy. But yeah. I want to start by saying this, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, this is the end. What we're seeing, the utter hypocrisy from Democrats and media pundits cannot survive. Progressives are already tweeting, smack talking the Democratic establishment and the media establishment. Obviously, not every single one, but many of them are saying we did not vote for this. Yeah. There's one there's one Twitter account that's getting memed around like crazy because they were like, I'm deactivating my account. I did not realize Biden would do this. This is wrong. We didn't want war. He lied to us. <laughs> I think about Barack Obama. He did the same thing. But there was no Twitter. Right. So what happens is we can see the hypocrisy. We can see Jen Psaki, press secretary, saying, under what authority is Donald Trump bombing Syria? What about now? When Joe Biden, 36 days in, does the same thing. We can see all of these Democrats, and it is, it is, it is stamped. In our mind. So what happens now is the younger generation, yeah. they're going to see these tweets and be like, yeah, these people lied. That's it. Right. War is bad. We don't want this. I say this at the end. What I mean is that the establishment stranglehold and ability to keep lying is weakening. I'm optimistic in this regard. Yeah. Because it is, it, you know, I've asked, how is it that so many people still fall for the mainstream media? They're probably older people watching TV.
Younger people aren't. Now, many of these younger people probably fall for garbage emotional manipulation from sure. a lot of these leftist grifters. But let's pull this thread we have from the man himself, Drew Holden. And uh, your tweet reads, it seems not all pointless foreign wars are created equally. In the eyes of the Democrats, the media and the chattering class, when Trump hit Syria, it was an outrage. But under Biden, well, apparently things are different. Do you want to just read through some of the tweets? We'll show them and yeah, just break, I, it, break down for what you found. I, I will. So I, I was going through it today and I, I looked and I saw a lot of the uh, I was reminded very quickly of what happened in 2017 and 2018, where there was enormous criticism of Donald Trump hit Syria. I'm sure I was probably critical of it, too. I saw it and I was like, yeah, I'm not sure I'm well about this one. Like I criticize them. I'm getting these people tweeting at me. And they're like the haters, the tribalists. Yeah. And they're like, are you going to, you know, criticize Biden? No, you wouldn't criticize Trump. And I was like, I, I did. <laughs> I criticized Trump on the Syria thing. Like every video, people complained about it. We yeah. get it, Tim. You're mad at Trump for firing Tomahawk missiles into Syria. And I'm like, yeah, all right, what am I going to, I'll complain about it. I, I supported Tulsi Gabbard. For yeah, that exactly. But they, lost, the, the tribalists lost, yeah. are full of it. I lost so many followers when I uh, went after Trump for doing those moves. He's like, no, Trump's doing the right thing. I'm like, no. Yeah, and I remember not. calling him out aggressively and losing a large ton of followers. And I was like, I don't care. Uh, goodbye. And they were like, you ha- you're like CNN. Uh, you have Trump derangement <laughs> syndrome. Yeah. I'm like, no, I have principles, something a lot of people, you know. So, yeah. so what you discovered. So what, what I found very quickly was that for whatever reason, all of the people who were incredibly critical in 2017 and 2018 uh, were not critical or the best one. I think the, the one I start off with. So usually the way I structure these is I'll hit the uh, I'll hit the members of Congress first and then the media and then whomever, right? Blue checks. Um, but the first one I had to start it with is, is a phenomenal side by side. It's Lawrence O'Donnell of MSNBC fame. When back in 2018, he had tweeted, Dear News Media. If you think Trump has constitutional authority to attack Syria, please say why. If you're not sure, please ask the question. Please stop using the phrase constitutional crisis, as it can only refer to firing people, not missiles. Right? A lot of concerns. Very concerned with Lawrence O'Donnell then. Lo and behold, yesterday, last night, right after all of this goes down, (laughs) he tweets out a link to his upcoming show that has Ben Rhodes, um, failed MFA, uh, a failed short story writer, turned uh, policy wonk, apparently Ben Rhodes. And Lawrence O'Donnell tweets, Ben Rhodes has been in the room when the president orders a proportional response. And he has him on and they talk about why this this specific attack made total sense, complete and total sense. Well, you, 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 look, Drew, you, you just misunderstand. Uh, the, <laughs> it, it is always it has always been the position of the Democrats that bombing Syria is a good thing. Now, the issue isn't that Donald Trump was bombing Syria. The issue was that the man who ordered them happened to have been orange. You see, it, it, it makes <laughs> right. sense now. Yes, now you exactly. Understand. It's a, it's a yeah. night and day difference. And so I think it's, <laughs> it's interesting because a lot of Democratic politicians very much went with that sort of mentality and thread. My favorite, Nancy Pelosi, she tweeted, this is in 2017, so right after these first strikes, retweet if you agree, which is a horrible thing to put in a tweet. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, just, in, in, in terms of a little Twitter 101, please, for the love of God, don't do that. Retweet if you agree that Congress has a responsibility to immediately debate President Trump's actions in Syria, which is hysterical because back then, in 2017, she had no power to bring everyone back in and force everyone to have this conversation. She is now the Speaker of the House who could call back Congress tomorrow. She could force them to have this conversation for whatever reason, no interest. Huh, weird. But perhaps, actually, I take that back. My my favorite among elected officials has to be Barbara Lee. She used a couple of uh, a, a couple of emojis. I think it's it's questionable. It's dubious. The first was the the shouting emoji, all caps. Trump doesn't have the authority to have troops in Syria, much less to protect oil. 
apparently Biden does. And then, again, Twitter 101, please don't do this. Producing foreign oil, clap hands, is clap hands, not clap hands. A, clap hands, legitimate, (laughs) clap hands, military, clap hands, mission, clap hands. Just do the clap. Stop endless work. Protecting foreign oil is not a legitimate military (laughs) mission. Stop endless war. Thanks, I hate it. What the heck? Like, no follow-up from her. For whatever reason. I mean, maybe you guys not turn on the news. I don't know. Friday is often not a working day in Congress, so maybe she just hasn't heard. Did you try to contact them? Be like, hey, do you have a, do you have a point on this? Do you want to I, say I, I should, well, So obviously, I always tag these people yeah. whenever I tweet at them, and for whatever reason, I haven't heard anything back on huh. this one. Huh. Oh, strange. What, what is this uh, a proportional response to? There was, a, there was a, a rocket strike on an Iraqi uh, military base yeah. that killed an American contractor. So Joe Biden said, oh, I'm going to blow him up. Uh, Allegedly, but, that's what they say. Right, but again, right, right. we have to understand what they say is usually a lot different than what actually happened. And yeah. and, and, nice and, and more importantly, there were reports going around as soon as Biden got in that U.S. troop movements in Syria started escalating. And we saw right. Western news sources saying, that's not true. It's a myth. That's, this is totally normal. And then we saw, you know, Middle Eastern sources saying the U.S. is running troops through Syria. <laughs> yeah. And the, then... The New York Times, I believe, had the best take today. They had an article that was titled, U.S. Airstrike in Syria Targets Iran-Backed Militias. In that article, it literally says, and I quote... Little is known about this group, including whether it is backed by Iran. What? <laughs> literally. What? That's, yes, that's literally what they said. So, yeah, a lot of information is very sporadic. It's very hard to believe. Uh, a lot of anonymous government sources are coming out, and they're not putting their name behind this, but they're saying this was defensive. Wow. Anonymous government source. Yes. Look at this. New York Times. Yep. Little is known about the group, including huh. whether it is backed by Iran or related to organizations yep. that used the facilities for uh, the American airstrikes targeted on Thursday. <laughs> Let's go right to the title. Go to the title. Yeah. Yep, U.S. Title. airstrikes in Syria target Iran-backed yes. militias. That's they the, yeah. are lying. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Yeah, yeah I'm doing exactly. it right, right? Yeah, and, well, this is it, and, it's already, and this is the thing. Like you, In a lot of ways, the media can speak these sorts of things into existence. The New York Times had another story with strikes with strikes in Syria. Biden confronts Iran's militant network. Yes, I saw that. Right? It's the same thing. Uh-huh. It's if you repeat it. This is, this is WMDs all over again. If you just repeat it over and over and over again, uh-huh. it becomes Dude. part of the conversation. But, but another Big thing, another big thing to realize here, the Iranian forces in Syria are the ones that are partly responsible for crushing ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and al-Nusra, and other Sunni radical groups. Uh, the Iranians are basically Shiite groups uh, that are fighting against the Sunnis. And if it wasn't for the Iranians and the Syrians working together, ISIS would still have a huge foothold inside of Syria. So by Biden and by Donald Trump attacking the Syrian government, they're attacking the people that are stopping ISIS that's spreading radical jihadism and terrorism all over the West. That's well, another well, point here. That that uh, you know, Oddly, that point was forgotten by the mainstream media. They forgot to mention that one for some strange under, reason. Under, under Trump, ISIS was crushed. Is that correct? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, they lost under, a lot of their funding that was given to them by Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. And then he and blew up the, the main dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Got Russia also that. took a large part in that and exposed how a lot of the oil that was being uh, you know, siphoned in by ISIS was actually traded to Turkey. Russia exposed how there was caravans working with the Turkish military along with ISIS, usually financing uh, terrorism. Saudi Arabia, Israel also financed the Sunni, larger Wahhabist terrorist groups in there. Israel, by the way, was given advance notice of this airstrike, and they released a statement that they're very pleased that this airstrike happened in that particular region. So there's a lot of different geopolitical things happening but essentially i boil it down to the larger class of civiliza- uh, civilizations that's happening in the middle east between the sunnis and the shiites the listen, sunnis listen. the radical wait, 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 islamists wait, 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 wait. are on the side of israel 
So yep. they're, they're, they're saying in the media over and over again, Iran. Yeah. Iran, 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 Iran. Deep down, they say, oh, we don't know for sure, but we're going to keep saying their name over and over again. So how long until we have war with Iran? <laughs> they, I mean, they've been, they've been trying to do this. John Bolton well, said, what did John Bolton say? By this time yeah. next year, we will be celebrating in Tehran. Yeah, he was wrong on his timeline, but <laughs> right. we have to understand what Syria is. It's not about Syria. Syria is a larger proxy, proxy war between yeah. the United States, Russia, and also China in some ways. China has actually even sent some support to uh, the Syrians. China has a very close relationship with the Iranians. So does Russia. So there's probably going to be another proxy war, just like we're seeing in Yemen, just like we're seeing in Syria, just like we've seen already play out in um, in Libya that's going to take place in Iran. But another big thing to really kind of calculate here and understand this larger web that the military industrial complex paints to you is the fact that it was the it was the Gulf War after 2001, in 2003, when the Gulf War was launched, that made Iran such a powerhouse in the Middle East region because it got rid of one of their chief competitors, Iraq, and their sphere of influence actually grew. They became more powerful because of the war in Iraq. So again, these neoconservatives literally created the boogeyman. And we could even talk about the CIA coup in the 50s and, and all this other stuff. But but the, the fingerprints on the military industrial complex on the neoconservatives is literally create the boogeyman. Let's finance ISIS. Let's make Iran more popular in the region. And let's go to war with them next. They're literally creating their own problems that they're now coming to you and saying, well, we have to, you know, we, we can't give you that $2,000 check. We can't give you $15 minimum wage. We got this huge threat. We got a fight that conveniently we made happen. And, and that's the big lie sold to the American people who just conveniently keep forgetting American history. I'm doing clapback. But I'm just absolutely flabbergasted and, and so disappointed in people, especially in the mainstream media, that don't talk about these events in relevant uh, timelines that actually give people a perspective to see what's happening here, because we are essentially paying for the destruction of this country by putting us in these quagmires. Meanwhile, China, they're having our lunch. They're they're probing our, our diplomats, and they're going to, going to be doing a lot more with their global hegemony, which they're going to take over with their policies rather than our self-destructive we, hurting policies that put us in debt and send our American troops into harm's way for what? We've got, we actually have a, a breaking news. We have exclusive... Oh, yeah. Uh, a, an exclusive photograph of Joe Biden actually <laughs> making the switch between giving checks to the American people and dropping a bomb. And as you can see, oh. he's wearing a leather jacket and a, what is that? Fedora. Kind of is that a cool fedora? Joe Biden. So, yeah, the yeah, and, uh, and, and he's, he's got to swap the $2,000 check for the, for the missile. It's very cool. Like an Indiana pedestal. Jones thing. Yeah. yeah. Indiana yep, Jones. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's what happened. You know what? You know what's really sad? I'm not mad. I'm sad. All of these Twitter accounts from these progressives who are like, but we thought Biden was the good guy. Good. Yeah. But you thought Biden was the good guy. Oh, poor so, baby. At least they're we, waking we, up. They, they, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm annoyed. I don't want to be mean. We, I think we're old enough to where we experienced the Obama years. We knew what Obama was going to do. Or yeah. we knew what Obama did. We knew what Biden was going to do. And we kept saying it over and over again. And they're like, yeah, but Trump is a fascist. <laughs> okay, well, you know, have more war, I guess. We're going to go to war with Russia. Let's see how that plays out. That's the next the big Trump thing, Trump right? was a fascist, not not no, any more or less than any other president. That's it's not a used, fascist. Well, this country's fascist. Dude. No, it isn't. It's built on the backs of slaves and dude, corporate that, corporatocracy. That's fascism. No. It's, it's suitable for us, but, you know, it's basically controlling the world through military coercion. It's not fascism. Well, it's attempting to. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot going on in the world. It's there's not a lot like... Of, 
dictatorial fascism. No, you're using it's, fascism as a general term for well, like the corporations uh, have been dude. Raytheon CEO is now our defense secretary. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's crony capitalism. It sure is. But we're allowed to talk about it. It's not fascism. Well, it's not yeah. like it was fascism, it's not totalitarian the door fascism. In, it's just like no, subversive that, that, that fascism. Fascism was the fact that they're not coming in here, kicking our door, and then you know probing us. It's shows not. that we're not. But if we if I mean, we if we allow these people if we allow these people to keep doing these things, eventually it will be. Yeah, it's especially a, under Joe Biden. It's, it's a it's an information war. You're right, it, and it doesn't have to happen in Iran. If as long as we keep the communication going and keep people aware that we should not be going into let's, Iran, let's, all right. if these bombings are out of order, then I think we well, won't go well, in. Well, another let's, thing to kind of add here, just really quickly, is the fact that China's taking over the world through trade. We're taking it over through military blunders that indebt us forever, uh, and that's not achieving anything. Yeah. Iraq wants us to leave. Syria wants us to leave. There was an Iraqi parliament that literally voted, please, the United States, leave. Yeah. The United States decided not to do that and not to listen to a direct government order by the Iraqi government. And that's, that's when we had these mysterious kind of rocket attacks that somehow are justifying our, our, our bigger involvement in there. I'm not putting on any theories out there. I'm just saying it was very convenient of a timeline that did happen. You guys want to talk about authoritarianism? You want to talk about fascism? You want to talk yeah, about yeah. all that stuff? How about this story from CTV News? Man charged with assault at Montreal quarantine. Woman says she felt helpless. You don't get, a, you don't get enough of understanding from this headline. Let me tell you what happened. A woman heard they were going to start instituting mandatory quarantines in Canada. She decided, I'll go back to Canada now before they do this. <sighs> took a COVID test. When she arrived, they said that was the wrong COVID test. So they took her to an undisclosed location, a hotel. They told her she wasn't allowed to tell anyone where she was, where the hotel was, or what was going on. And while she was there, a man sexually assaulted her. This is authoritarianism. This is what we have to worry about with, with these passports, with these lockdowns. Yeah. I watched a video it was from Rebel News. I don't know, don't know a whole lot about it, but I saw this video on Twitter. And it's a, it's a, one of their reporters is walking down the street filming. Probably my assumption is he was filming like, this is what the lockdown looked at, looks like. You know, I'm, I'm out here showing the people. Right. And the cops gave him a fine and said, we don't care. They wrote him a ticket. Curfew for an adult man walking down an empty street. Now, listen, I mentioned that that's not the worst of it. This story was sent to me. And at first I was like, what, what, what is this? A guy's being charged with sexual assault at, at Montreal Quarantine Hotel. Woman says she felt helpless. What is this? And she said she felt helpless at a hotel where she didn't expect to end up and where she was told she wasn't allowed to disclose her location. Quote, they didn't tell you where they were taking you, which is unacceptable. They gave us a set of rules. Can't post on social media. Can't disclose location. Federal health officials told CTV they're aware of the incident and taking it very seriously. The assault. That's what they care about. To the rest of these people, it's normal that this woman was flying back to her home and was apprehended by the authorities for breaking no crime, told she couldn't tell anyone what was going on. She couldn't report anything on social media. She couldn't give her location out. They brought her to an undisclosed location where she was assaulted. What? Th this is insane. They're literally taking people who have broken no laws, right. locking them up. It's and, also, yeah, and, and, and the problem with all of this, too, is... It, it's the case in Canada, I'm sure. It's certainly the case in the United States. When you empower government to do things, right? We, we've seen this with the Patriot Act. We've seen this with lots and lots of things. When you allow governments to have lots and lots of power and lots and lots of authority that is relatively unchecked against everyday life and against everyday civilians, they don't give them back quickly, right? We've The, the coronavirus cases are down like 75, 77%, yeah. I think, in the last couple of weeks, right? And despite that, has your life changed? Has, have, have any, has well, anyone's to, life changed? To be fair, we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we so. don't. Yeah, 
that's a good point. You guys, is it, I, I live oh, in DC, yeah, so it's a, a whole, a whole yeah, has another it? universe. Nothing's changed. Everyone's wearing. People are wearing two masks instead of one now. That's the do, only thing that's you still changed. Do you have all the razor wire and the? Yes, and the yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went for a run the other day because I used, I used to run and I'd run up up to the cap because I live pretty close there. Now, I mean, it, it's 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 as if we're living. In, it's like East West Germany. It's insane. But what happens when government gets these powers is that a, a, a bureaucracy that is empowered to make these sorts of decisions is always going to think they are going to make the right decision. They are not going to give you the power and authority back. And it has been, I think, to me, really incredible, despite the fact that the cases are falling and deaths are falling, life isn't actually returning to normal in all of the places where all of these lockdown restrictions have been put in place. And, what is, and Canada, obviously, is a, is a nightmarish example of yeah. this. But we're not that far from this kind of no, stuff. No, we're not. And what is Fauci saying? Look, if you go get the vaccine, nothing's going to change. <laughs> yeah. You still have to wear two masks. You won't be able to go to the movies or go out to eat. So go get it anyway. And or, people are actually who's questioning do that? why would they why do would it? Do who's going to do that? And here's the thing, too. Like, listen, if all he would say, it blows my mind because all he would have to do, absent this power conversation, if he's someone who just wants to see people get the vaccine, you know what you do? You tell him how great the vaccine is. Yeah. We have managed in the span of a very limited amount of time to come up with a revolutionary virus because of the power of American R&D and research that can vaccine, stop revolutionary vaccine that, yeah, that, yeah. that can yeah. stop and shut down a pandemic that has brought the world to its knees. Go get it. It's safe. We've tested it a gazillion times. Go get the vaccine. Well, the long-term tests haven't been done. Yeah, it and, takes a while. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't want to get into that. Another thing I wanted to bring up is before, you know, forcing the the strictest lockdowns, <laughs> the Canadian government also disarmed a large public of the Canadian yeah. citizenry, and we had politicians like Justin Trudeau that was in October of 2020 telling its citizenry, "Don't believe the conspiracy theories that there's going to be government." quarantine camps it's a conspiracy theory don't believe it it's not going to happen and here we are today when you enter canada it's not a camp it's a sheraton hotel with of course corrupt security guards that do you unspeakable things to you going. and uh, i mean a, a, i mean a, a, this is just it's, it's just it's like the frog boiling yeah that's essentially what's happening here and there's still a lot of legitimate questions uh, surrounding the vaccine that i do believe should be asked uh from my own personal opinion yeah, you would think that with like a kind of like a propaganda campaign in favor of the vaccine, that people like Dr. Fauci would be super rah rah about it. I don't. But Trump did why it. He's not. Trump did it. it, and they're they don't like That's Trump. That's it. That's it. That's. I mean, line. look, we, we we mentioned this before. All these stories were coming out saying like, "Oh, boogeyman vaccine." A doctor took a vaccine, and two weeks later was dead. Yeah. And then I read the stars like, "Wow, what happened?" And it was like he had a stroke. And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, two weeks later he had a stroke." Okay, come on. I'm concerned about the, 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 you know, the speediness at which this vaccine was, was put out there. But I'm worried that there are the same nasty, unethical journalists who are like, eh, it's Trump's vaccine, though. Yeah. You know, let's rag on it. Let's, let's, mm. I mean, it, and the politicians certainly like the power. So I, I'm, I wonder why it is Fauci is saying these things. It's, he maybe he's being honest. Maybe it really isn't that effectual, or he doesn't know. Well, there's yeah, been maybe many... maybe they did it because they were scared and people needed hope. So the vaccine is worthless. Is that what Fauci is saying? Well, again, this is rushed. This is still experimental, and there have been some findings saying that if you do get the vaccine, you could still spread the sickness. There's been studies saying that. There's been experts saying that. I think even uh, you have to look this up. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think even Fauci said this himself. So uh, when we're looking at you know, I don't think this is Trump's vaccine. This is Pfizer's vaccine. This is Moderna's vaccine. This is Johnson and Johnson's vaccine. And it was Operation Warp uh, Speed that Trump 
streamlined the process to ramp everything through really, really quickly and provide massive funding for all this sure, and guarantee sure, contracts. Sure, sure, But when people look at it now, they don't see Trump. Uh, that's that's the point that I'm making here. Yes, Trump played a key initiative uh, in, in pushing this vaccine. Uh, but the questions about its efficacy and its safety, those still are, are kind of questions that are being asked. And we'll see. Yeah. And, and Dr. Fauci is the one who's basically undermining confidence in it. Yeah. And that that to me is is insane. Yeah. And, and like insane. To, and to me, again, like at, at the risk of being a little bit black helicopters on this stuff, I think part of it is if he were to go out and say that it is fully effective and fully safe and everyone should get out and do it, then people would probably start lo- stop looking to the CDC for advice. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at all of the different things yeah. that the CDC recommends you do, most of us ignore them on a day to day basis. Yeah. Right. How many like <laughs> how many people truly go and they're like, well, you know, I really like the taste of medium rare steak. But the CDC says you have to cook it to at least medium. No one. People don't do, do they that. really say that. Yes. That's Monsters. one of the recommendations. What? And I think Monsters. it's like it's like it's like one or two <laughs> drinks is the maximum. Like they have all of the like they have break. a little they have a litany of very very silly rules that no one actually follows this is for COVID? and i think no for, well, they're, for they're, anything they're, they're for telling anything. people to ruin their steaks yes know, exactly right? is, we, 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 who do we have to impeach who do we impeach the, thank you <laughs> I I but here's the thing right now we right now people are it's it in a lot of ways it's like the weathermen when they predict storms right as long as they keep telling you that a storm is coming you're gonna be glued you're gonna pay attention i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the weather channel and see if it if we're gonna get six inches or eight inches or 12 inches or is it gonna be worse is it gonna be nothing but if you keep saying, ah, something bad and scary is coming around the corner, people will keep tuning in. I mean, look, and in his case, people will keep empowering him and the rest of the agents of the state to be able to say, oh, sorry, you can't do the things we don't a, like you do. It's doing. an addiction. Yeah. You've got people who have power and they yeah. found a way to use government to gain more power, be it money, shutting down all our competition and allowing only us to remain open. We're not going to oppose that. And so unless there is a principled individual to snap their fingers and say, stop this, which yeah. there isn't. Right. Why would anyone give this up? Now, listen, the people running the big box stores and the big, massive, you know, tech, um, online stores who are allowed to stay, uh, allowed to stay open and are making all this money and, and making billions and billions of dollars, they're going to be like, well, look, it's not us. It's the pandemic. So yeah. we're not going to get involved. I think Elon was pretty good about being like, this thing's ridiculous. I'm not shutting my factory down. I'm leaving right. California. Come with but me if you want. But he needs people driving their cars. Yeah. So I'm not trying to impugn the honor of Elon. But if people are staying home, they're not buying cars. They're not driving cars. Good point. So it's good for Tesla and it's good for their bottom line when people are out and about. You look at Amazon, it's the inverse. Yeah. They need you in your home waiting for that delivery. So why would they resist in any capacity? These politicians are also thinking, I got a guaranteed salary and everyone is sitting there terrified and will do whatever I say. Sounds good to me. Yeah. If, if people lose their livelihoods, who's going to buy Teslas? So that's another thing to really consider here. As well as, on the other hand, we did had a jo- John Hopkins doctor recently come out in the Wall Street Journal, Journal op-ed and write that COVID's going to be over by April. Yeah. We had the independent reporting that there has been no influenza cases in the United Kingdom all year. There also has been a huge influenza drop in the United States. And according to English health officials and the deputy chief medical officer of the United Kingdom, he is even saying, as of two days ago, that face masks may not even be necessary by the summer. So uh, this is also happening as well at the same time as we we're uh, discussing I Dr. Fauci's you know, darker confirm. predictions and, do- and Dr. Fauci's opposite viewpoint of what all these other medical professionals are saying in other countries. Did, did you just say there was no influenza in the United Kingdom? Yes. There Zero. Was no docu- according to the British, uh, he- the, the UK health records, there was uh, zero cases of influenza of flu in the United Kingdom this year. 2021 let's uh let, let, let's talk about this 
Not a single case of flu detected by Public Health England this year as COVID restrictions suppress virus. Experts say decline in infections could justify continued use of hand sanitizer and masks following coronavirus pandemic. Hmm. That's really amazing that yeah. COVID was skyrocketing while the flu is disappearing. Yeah. You trying to fact check me there, Ian? I want to just point <laughs> this out. Good, that I like that. I like yeah. that. It's we should be fact checking. The influenza is being is present, but they're not classifying it as an influenza infection. Instead, they're saying it's a COVID infection. Well, well we don't know that. No, we, we don't. don't know I that. I would like for to sure. investigate that. I would but like. but the, it does raise an important question. Similar uh, numbers have gone down in the United States. So there's another article. Article, uh, that I was just reading a couple of days ago about influenza almost totally wiped out in the United States. There still have been some documented yeah. cases. Now, now again, we don't have the evidence. It's it's a stretch to to go there, but but some people are going there. But again, this is something to to think about. This is something to add to our calculations when we're yeah. looking Look, at the sphere it's, of our current modern it's simple. day. The flu, when people were staying home, couldn't spread. But COVID could. But oh, you, yeah, it yeah, wouldn't yeah. mean that you wouldn't I mean, it get it. Like, yeah, it would slow the spread, but it's, that doesn't mean well, it doesn't so it's, exist. It, it's interesting. The, what I had heard in terms of influenza coming to the United States is that there's essentially, and listen, someone's got to fact check me on this, but I think the argument is that influenza, the annual influenza, tends to come from Central and South America. Yep. Uh, and that, every, like, every, like, it, it, it Cultivates there for whatever reason, right? And and don't forget the the seasonal flu we get now is just a, a dilapidated version of the 1918 Spanish flu, mm-hmm. um, and it just it never quite went away, and that's kind of how they assume the and coronavirus is going to be too, right? And so every year we get like a slightly like a slight yeah, variance on a new, on a new yeah. strain, and for whatever reason, my understanding is that I don't know where it starts, but it tends to come to the United States from Central and South America. Since there's a lot less tourism, there's a lot less immigration. Uh, I, I think the thinking is that it it hasn't actually kept with its normal course. So, this you're, year. so you're saying the migrant caravans are putting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have to lock the borders down. Uh, it, there's one argument, right? That's only, I'm yeah. only half kidding. I mean, that's that's true, too. Like, if if, that, if if the flu is really coming from, you know, a lot of these people, then border security yeah. would help prevent a lot of these. Yeah, I do think it's, mo- I, I think it's mostly tourists, though. The, I think it's, it's right, how it, right, right. It, it, it tends to work. But also, interesting point you made earlier is, is about this Wall Street Journal op-ed, which I read the other day and I found fascinating. And basically, the crux of his argument is we're not taking into account how many people already have mm-hmm. a natural resistance to the vaccine because there have been so many asymptomatic cases. I I think his estimates are that there have been between five and six times as many people mm-hmm. who have been infected by coronavirus than our numbers have, not for any malicious reason, but just because um, a lot of people were asymptomatic, had it, never got tested, never even thought to get tested. Never what even have you. knew they had it. Yeah, of course, and never yeah. knew that they had it. And so um, the when we talk about herd immunity, one of the biggest factors is that in the case of this op-ed, the argument is that one of the biggest things we're not talking about is how many people have natural immunity. And so if instead of a million or a couple of million, it's a lot higher than that, then you don't actually have to vaccinate as many people until you get to a point where the numbers continue to fall and continue to fall to a point where they're almost vanishing. Yeah. Most of them, by the way, have healthy immune systems, have good vitamin D levels. Again, something that we should be talking about more. There was also another UK study that talked about how the vaccine won't eliminate the virus risk. I think it was also in the Wall Street Journal that reported this as well, which was kind of interesting. Vaccine won't eliminate uh, virus risk, I think was the title. I don't know if you're able to find it or pull it up there. But uh, Again, there's there's so many different things being thrown at us that we have to understand all of this is extremely co- complex. A lot of the experts contradict themselves. A lot of the mainstream media reports sensationalize it, make it as hyperbolic, make it as fearful as they can for you. And a lot of the real legitimate things about your health, your immune system, sleep, stress, 
stress, proper diet, exercise, vitamin D, sun, a lot of that gets missed. Yeah. Uh, again, not a medical doctor, not a medical professional, not telling you how to live your life, not telling you what to do, but I'm just saying that this whole conversation around this from the very beginning has been toxic, has been polluted, and has been politicized so that people take advantage of it for their own personal benefit. And sadly, our politicians did that to us. Well, let's talk about solutions. Yeah. What does a regular person do? Well, the next story we have is from Washington Times. Five Ooh. Oregon counties to vote on leaving the state <laughs> and escaping to greater Idaho. Understandable. And wow. they actually have two phases. The first phase is to get these five counties, which would turn Idaho into a coastal state. It would give them a port. <laughs> wow. Wait. No joke. Yeah. No way. Idaho like would this. reach the, the uh, uh, Pacific. I love it. Amazing. They also have phase two, which would rope in Northern California yes. into greater yeah. Idaho. It would not create a new state. And this is, right. this is their plan. So you have all these counties in Oregon, which are conservative. The Oregon, the, the, these counties are saying the politicians in, in, in Portland, it's not in just Oregon, Portland. They're, they're, they're all Democrats. Right. It's all the Democrat areas. Right. They dominate the state politics and they're giving COVID relief to their constituents and ignoring the rural areas. The rural areas say, well, we got more in common with Idaho. How about the Idaho border move and encompass us? I like it. I do, I too. Listen, one of the challenges they say is, have you guys heard of the state of Jefferson? Yes. Northern California. Same thing. They think they should break off and form a 51st state called Jefferson because they have nothing in common with the rest of the state and the big cities, and they do not get represented. Right. The problem is creating a new state. California is going to have to sign off on giving up this territory. The U.S. will have to have like a Article 5 convention or whatever it's called, where like all the states come together and then vote for amendments. And that would create the new state. The same thing is true for greater Idaho, but it would not change the amount of senators. So uh, there, there should still be the same amount of Congress men, women, and there should be the same amount of senators. And all it would do is move some borders around, which they say does happen. I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan. And, and give and you people gotta... sovereignty away from, of course, the big socialist, communist, very far leftist governments. Sorry, and, and, and super populated, right? I think yeah. one, one of the big problems with Northern California is that it's more sparsely populated. It's more rural. And so not only are they going to be ignored in terms of their political disposition, like they just don't have the political capital to be able to get the, the, the people who are making the decisions to care about them. Right? And with greater Idaho, obviously, that, would, that wouldn't be the case. You do have so much surely so much more shared value and so much more shared interest uh, it would i guess it would change the the house of representatives for each of those states presumably yeah. if enough people shifted and moved but you're right it wouldn't change the number of senators and it probably like california will lose what maybe one congressional district at most there yeah. and so yeah i don't I know think, this sounds I think wonderful this is such a great idea to give a voice to some of the more rural populations i'm so i don't know about you guys but i'm super tired of the big cities having all of the concentrated power you know what I'm, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. And so this would people need a voice. So the interesting thing is that there was a study that came out recently that said even in red states, the cities are blue. Yes. Yeah. The, right. the, the issue is that in these blue states, the cities are disproportionate in population size to the rest of the state. In the red in, in the red states, it's inverted. So it will be interesting to see all of a sudden these counties that have zero representation all of a sudden feel represented. That's great. I think yeah. it's a great idea because what's the alternative? Yeah, exactly. People, if people feel like the government does not represent them, what do they do? Yeah, this country was founded based on that fact. Peacefully, it's the great thing about being in a democracy like this too, or a republic representative democracy, is that you can alter your borders peacefully. Yeah. Now, here's the weird thing: we've got Weld County, Colorado, right? Yeah. They they want to be a part of Wyoming for the same reason. Yeah. You got the state of Jefferson. 
even if the people who live there say, we don't want to be a part of this place anymore, and we're the ones who live there, we're the people who run this county, the state can still, the state still has to vote on whether you're allowed to leave. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. I don't, I don't think that should be the why way Why would it is. a state let you leave? Yeah. yeah why, exactly. why, why, would, yeah. why would they be like, we willfully give up people who are enslaved to us? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Th- these are taxpayers who have no representation, yeah. who are funneling money to their salaries. And of course, they're not going to let their serfs leave. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that lies the problem. What are those people end up doing? They get yeah. angry. You'll see protests. They'll, We've got to have representation. And it would be interesting to see if that, like, just as a, as a phenomenon catches on, right? Forget, like, those individual places for a second. If individual communities can say, hey, look, we share, we are a hundred feet away from another state that shares our values and we are existing within a state that doesn't. What are the sorts of things we can do and animate to start to move and change those things? Um, I think you could have, that could be a really, really fascinating experiment in federalism to see how that plays out at a, a all across the country. Look at how the Democrats want to make Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. states mm-hmm. so they can get four <laughs> more senators uh-huh. yes. and then yeah. have a uniparty, contr- like the, a, a single party rule controlling the country. Now, to be fair, the Republican Party establishment, Democratic Party establishment, essentially the same thing. <laughs> but what ha- what's happening now is the Democrats don't even want to bother with whatever, you know, pseudo arrangement they had in the first place. And they're like, hey, we'll make two more states and then we'll never lose ever again. Right. They would tell you, oh, Jefferson can't become a state. That's ridiculous. Why? It would create two new Republican senators. Or maybe not. I'm not confident what's going to happen to the Republican Party. I'm seeing all these these progressives saying like Joe Biden bombed Syria instead of giving us checks. Yeah. Good luck in the midterms. And huh. I'm like, eh, they don't need it. The Republican Party is split and, and is fractured. Right. People, oh, I, they nice. want Trump. They want people who support Trump. They do not want the crony establishment. So, look, we've had people on this show who have mentioned the idea of peaceful divorce. Yeah. I think Luke's mentioned peaceful divorce. Uh, yeah. the, my, the first time I came on the show, I'm like, hey, don't, don't, don't make fun of me, but I think memes and, <laughs> and peaceful di- divorce are going to be the only solution that are going to cause the least amount of harm uh, on people. So if you want to reduce harm, you're going to have to work out a solution where people peacefully move away from each other and decide to live next to each other and not aggress against each other. Yeah. Well, without a peaceful divorce, like, how do we get to that point, right? Right. And so I think... We're seeing what recall efforts. We're seeing a lot of people go after the governors and complain about them. But we always try to vote out incumbents. And it doesn't change things for a lot of people. That's why so many people who never voted for vo- voted before voted for Trump. Right. Because they're thinking, what's the point? It's not going to change anything going back and forth. Well, then someone comes along and says, I got an idea. How about we move this town to a different state? Hey, that sounds pretty good. So five counties are going to be voting on this in May. Apparently, in November, several counties voted to do it already. Not that I think it will really happen, but they're saying we want this. Right. All right. The states and the federal government say, no, you can't do it. Well, these people are, I mean, what happens? Because I talked about this before when, you know, Joe Biden or Fauci says, here's our new, you know, COVID guidance. And this town says, we've had it. Yeah. No. And they set up their own checkpoints. They said their, their police say we won't enforce this. Already, we're hearing in many jurisdictions, the, 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 the sheriffs are saying they're not going to yep, enforce any exactly. of this stuff. What happens then when these people feel like, without representation, I have no confidence in the system anyway? In the, in the, in the state of Jefferson, I'll do air quotes, there, there are people who have flags for the state of Jefferson. They want it. They demand it. I guess in the end, what we're seeing here is this will start heating up, and then eventually you'll get to the point where when this fails, people say peaceful divorce. 
Yeah. I mean, Mr. the Mr. Potato Head thing was enough to get Mark Dice to say, no, no, no. <laughs> time for Republican states to secede from the... Okay. A little hyperbolic. But, I know, it's hilarious. He must though. have really loved Mr. Potato Head. Right. Yeah, truly. <laughs> so, what's, I, the, what's the plan with Mr. Potato Head? Now, not to diverge too far away. Are they just going to call missed, him Potato no, Head? No, no, no. You, just made, oh. you just made a very big mistake. Oh, called the potato, potato head. Mr. Potato. Uh, it, is now, it is now just potato Senior head. potato head. No, now it is now no, just no, potato no, head. No, no. Or potato so head. Before, yes, it was Mr. It and is. Mrs. Potato Head. It's genderless. And now they're just both called potato head? Yeah. Are they it both was, genderless or is it just They're formally? both the same wanna... potato, but Mr. Potato Head comes <laughs> with like eyelashes and big lips. Yeah. And the Mr. Potato Head comes with a mustache. Oh, but it's just all going to be packaged as potato head now. Yeah. Wow. Like, so now you get... I guess one with everything in okay. it. Sounds question. like they might like now. Now, now they don't have to make different color boxes oh, yeah. with yeah, different yeah. designs. So save some money on design and box production. Yeah. But then it sounds like they're going to be selling less products. Yeah. Half it, what, as what, much product. What if you did like Mr. Potato Head, Mrs. Potato Head, Potato Head Kids? Yeah, we had both. Potato Head. You have yeah. to ramp up Potato Head. Yeah. Doggy you can't do it now. Head. You could have. I mean, you potato could have dog. A, yeah. a, a non-gendered Potato Head. You, I, I you could do BLM Potato Head. You could do Antifa Potato Head. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We're giving away really good ideas. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I think I think what this all was, but as soon as I saw it, I was, at first I was like, well, this is dumb. And then my second thought was, oh, no, there is some really creative intern yeah. who said, I can get potato head trending. And yeah. his bosses were like, yeah, okay, yeah, potato head, hello. <laughs> says, Hasbro, we've been potato head for a good show years. He's like, listen, follow me here. <laughs> potato, Mr. Potato Head, no gender. Do away with it. Watch what happens. Boom, yes. now we're talking about it. You know what the worst it. part oh. was? When he was set, like he was at pitch meeting where the intern was pointing to like his slides and like as he's pitching the, the, the no gender Mr. Potato Head, the other intern was walking in holding the iPad with potato dick and potato boobs. And, like, <laughs> and then he hears, he overhears him saying it and he like, you know, oh, sadly. he looks down and Swipes he mo- right. mo- mopes away. Like, <laughs> I was going to make mature potato. Yeah, head. exactly. Right. Adult potato. Yeah, 3D exactly, printers are exactly, for yeah. you. sell the cat anyway, files. What, so anyway. we were talking about seceding from the states. <laughs> Which is a great idea. And well, states leaving the union. I like the idea and of making Idaho. new states. Potatoes. I mean, oh, yeah, there like, go. Spuds. this is yeah. all connected. Right, if you're is. really squint hard it's enough, it's a simulation. Yeah. So we, it's a simulation. That's been, it. I'm done. We've been making states since 1776, right? And so why don't we just keep making them? Yeah. Well, making yeah. states is hard um, yeah. because the the, yeah. the political process around it is, is tortured, right? The whole forever there will always be a democratic push to make Washington D.C. a state. <sighs> the argument insane. will be the argument will narrowly be we should do like the the implicit argument is we should do this because we need to enfranchise everyone because they want two senators. Republicans will make the opposite point and say, hey, this doesn't actually make sense in the Constitution. But fundamentally, don't get me wrong, the whole from a uni party perspective, if it would have been two Republicans who got elected senators, I guarantee you that a Republican yep. party yep. would. Find a really compelling reason uh-huh. why we've been misreading the Constitution. And the Democrats would be saying the Constitution, and they would be says. saying the opposite thing. And so but, but you'll always true. see that back and forth in that the, the, that fight about the, new states. The important reason we have DC is not a state is so that the federal government exists outside of right. any state's jurisdiction. We have to have that. Puerto Rico actually actually makes sense to be a state. Yeah, me too. Yeah, sure, but yeah. and like if but imagine if you could look at uh, God, I don't know what you would call it between was it Jefferson State, the state, of, state Jefferson. of Jefferson. If you could have the state of Jefferson and then part of Oregon and say, all right, here this has like if you could cut out those areas and make them have approximately the population of Puerto Rico and say, all right, guys, one for one, we're doing it. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I think that'd be great. That. I don't Dude. think I don't think the Dems would probably not go for it only because they would lose some little bit of representation <laughs> and all of that. And yeah. and California obviously drives so much of the modern Democratic Party, but I don't understand the logic behind I'm not being represented in this state, so we are going to self govern and them saying, but we can say no. Yeah. How does that make sense? The Constitution is literally, you know, a government of by and for the people you know, it is the duty of the people, blah, 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 all that stuff. 
So what's the justification now for the U.S.? They're not leaving the country. They're not leaving the union. Right. Greater Idaho is is crafted very politically in a very smart way to say, oh, yeah, it won't change the amount of states. Yeah, it will give right. Idaho more representation, more, more uh, congressional representation. Actually, no, I don't think it would actually change the, the, break, the makeup of Congress because the jurisdictions for Congress are not are, are, are going to be based on like the sort of county level. Right. Well, so they'll be based on the 20. It's interesting in terms Districts. of when it happens. It will come down to the 2020 census. But no, it's, it's a population question. And so it depends on how much how many people greater Idaho adds to current Idaho. Well, so the, the, the area of Oregon that is going to break off and join Idaho already has a Republican representative, these districts. Oh, good point. So they would join Idaho. It wouldn't change. Yeah. It would just mean that state law would benefit them. They'd be able to have guns. They would get their COVID relief when they need it. They would yeah. be respected and represented. It's very smart what they're proposing. Yeah, that's a good point. I think it's a huge problem that Oregon could be like, nah, well, you're not representing their people. If they come to the federal government and say, we object and we demand the right to do this, I think the federal government should say, agreed. Yeah, I think so too. If Idaho agrees, Idaho is the only one who has to agree to this. The counties have to agree, and Idaho has to agree. Oregon yeah. should have no say in the matter. Look, Tim, it, it's, there's too much common sense for the government to do this. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, if if it was ridiculous, stupid, and counterintuitive, it, they would have their It'd stamp on it right, right away. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But but it, 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 this makes a lot of sense. This makes perfect sense. If we lived in a just society <laughs> where we had government that actually yeah. served its people, it would happen. World. But again, we have to also understand that the government of California, <laughs> the government of Oregon, a lot of these bureaucrats view their citizens as tax cattle and tax slaves so they're not going to want to give up people who they're going to be able to tax and take a huge amount of money for that they don't have to do anything for so the initiative of the government that's already going bankrupt especially in california that can't balance a budget that that can't that has so many wasteful spending bills and and initiatives and programs that are just absolutely ridiculous they're not going to give away their tax slaves they want them just like just like in in ancient days in the roman empire they saw people people as money they and, and then people were converted into slaves that's the same thing that's essentially is happening Surfed here. yeah this is this is like a neo-feudalist kind yeah. of thing yeah it is yeah. these people with no representation are paying taxes and that is money the state will not give up now, here's the funny thing when the, the the greater idaho people said covid relief went to the democrat constituents and not us that's your money yeah that's the money from the conservatives who paid the taxes and then saw that tax revenue from the federal government and from the state level go to their political rivals and was not fairly allocated. So would it have to be that Idaho buys the territory from the other states? To, no. Is like reparation for the, lo- the loss? No, no I, th- I, th- I think it should literally just be we live here. Yeah, we voted. Land. The county says the, the the council members, whatever represents this county. Yeah, we are now Idaho. But California could be like, well, we spent a lot of California citizens taxes to make those cities what they are. So you owe us something before you leave. That's something that would need to be adjudicated. But that's the problem. What the people in greater Idaho are saying is that they're not getting that. They're not getting the resources. And so the argument from someone in like Portland was like, well, you're gonna have to consider all the taxes you've got to pay. And they're like, the taxes will go down. Yeah, we would pay less in taxes, <laughs> Idaho, and you're not giving us the resources. So the problem is the grievance they have is you're not investing in us. You're not fixing our infrastructure or giving us the covid relief we've asked for. You're giving it to your people who are going to vote for you to maintain their power. That is going to lead to conflict and crisis when one side is getting too little and one side is getting too much. It's the Hunger Games. Yeah. So what makes sense? If I live here, I should be able to be like we vote. There we go. The land is this county. 
Idaho, what do you say? Then Idaho would have to vote. Right. And if Idaho says yes, done. Yeah, exactly. And that, I think in so many ways too, that would help get around concerns of if you have these places that aren't paying much in taxes, that aren't super valuable, you would at least have to have buy-in from the places they're going to say, yeah, they're not just taking them in as, you know, as, as, as the backstraggle or what have you. These are just people who we want to break bread with. And so we are going to do what we need to, to legally empower them to be citizens like us. Do you know what happens if you mm-hmm. do not respect the people? You get this story right here from The Independent. Lady Gaga dog napping FBI investigating political motives. Singer's dog walker was shot and her two French bulldogs were stolen. They're essentially saying, check this out. The FBI is reportedly investigating if there were political motives behind the dog napping of Lady Gaga's bulldogs after she sang at President Joe Biden's inauguration last month. The pop superstar is offering half a million dollars for the return of her French bulldogs, Koji and Gustav, who were stolen at gunpoint, not a gunpoint at gunshot. Mm-hmm. But Luke, you see, a lot of people might say, what, what political motives? You mentioned something earlier mm. about this. Yeah, I, I remember seeing some kind of form of entertainment where this was a plot line of going against the bourgeoisie and stealing the rich people's dogs as form of like a cultural warfare. I don't remember exactly what. I couldn't pinpoint it when we were talking before the show. That's why I tend to bring it up now. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, I, I think there might be a bigger political motive potentially here. I think it also might be motivated by crime that has been spiking in many big cities that is going to go dramatically up as, of course, our economic woes continue. Well, they're saying the FBI thinks there may be a political motive, right? Yeah. But I wonder, in Los Angeles, is that MAGA country? Oh, <laughs> I don't. I do not believe no. it is. Huh. So could it be some fringe leftist saying, "Eat the rich"? They, I, I, these people. I think these people knew who the dogs belonged. I mean, you got to assume that they did, right? Like the other thing too is they didn't just take the dogs; they shot the guy who had the dogs, right. and right. then they took the dogs. So you got to assume. I mean, my hunch is it's either it's either for ransom or yeah, like think about where she was. I'm saying I'm saying this. My initial assumption is this is crazy for the FBI to insinuate political yes. motives. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it was probably some guys who were like, "Yo, it's Lady Gaga's dogs. Shoot that guy. Take his dogs." But if the FBI has reason to believe it was politically motivated, I don't see it as being right wing. First of no, all, oh, like, right wingers going around shooting people and stealing dogs does not make sense to me. No, it would have to be like if there's anyone who's going to do that. And I think it fits. The reason we all jumped onto it earlier is it, it fits the, the, the class war narrative, I think, in the Democratic Party of if it's anything, it's probably something from like, I don't know, a communist revolution that happened in China or in Russia where that's what they did to the wealthy. And that, like as a form of punishment, they took the items that they had that conveyed Luxury. some sort of class status, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, yep. it's no different than stealing someone's Range Rover today. And so it's like that's that to me, if there is any political intonation, it has to be that. Yeah, I'd be curious at who in the FBI is saying that they were kind of investigating this. I'd be really curious what they were thinking the motivation was because they're you're right. There's no chance that this is MAGA country because this is L.A. That ain't MAGA country. It's even less so than... Than it was in Chicago when Jesse Smollett was dealing with it. Oh, poor man. Um, but uh, I, these dogs are very expensive, and I feel like everybody knows that. And I think that, that this is probably just crime, honestly. And I guess this has been kind of increasing, so I don't know. I mean, they're like $2,000. I mean, yeah. to kill someone, to try to... Is that really all that they On worth? average? Yeah, on average. I, I guess so, I don't know. They're special ransom. breeds. They're, they're holding them for ransom, right? But even, I mean, in this special technological surveillance big brother state, I don't think people would do ransom because they would get caught right away uh with, with yeah. so much metadata i mean facebook knows everything about this you is, this and, is why the political yeah. thing i'm i'm questioning yeah look 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 like i would not entertain this normally but the fbi is investigating a political motive over this and they're saying it's because she's saying it saying at biden's inauguration but that's kind of like 
the far left was planning on protesting Hillary Clinton's inauguration as well back in 2016, yeah. and then it turned into a Trump protest. <laughs> they don't like Joe Biden. And like Luke said, what ransom are you going to be able to get from stealing Lady Gaga's dogs? Okay, maybe they didn't know it was Lady Gaga's dogs. Maybe they saw a guy with dogs and said, yo, but I don't believe that because these dogs are extremely valuable. Yeah. They likely knew where the dogs came from. They likely knew what kind of dogs they were. They had to have known it was Lady Gaga's. And if that's the case, ransom would never have worked. So were they hoping to then get the reward later from Lady Gaga yeah. or sell them because they're worth a couple grand? I don't know. But the FBI says political motive, and I don't, I don't look to a bunch of MAGA guys, you know, no, maybe with, definitely like, not. with some bleach and some, some right, rope, yeah. rope. tracking down this guy. Yeah, and there's more expensive things to steal, right? Like, presumably, like if you were, if you were in downtown LA, you got to assume car, there's probably like, purse. yeah, cars, watches, yeah. right? Like things that you don't have to hold for ransom, Jeez, you can yeah. just resell. It's fascinating. I also do think it's like absurd to, to think that some like Antifa people were like, eat the rich, and then they shot this guy and stole the dogs. That's you know what I mean? Do, yeah. So, yeah. Is the FBI just reaching here? Imagine being the FBI person. <laughs> imagine, imagine like you're an agent and this comes across your case and you're like, I- I'm sorry, La- Lady Gaga's d- dogs? Do- this is what I have what? to do today? Yeah. No, no, there's an FBI agent and he's sitting in his desk and he's like super ripped and his like, sh- his, his suit's about to rip, you know, because his muscles are so big. <laughs> and then they come and they're like, Agent Johnson, it's Lady Gaga. And he goes, <gasps> don't tell me her dogs. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm on it. And then it plays the theme song, <laughs> The Dog Bounty Hunter. Yeah, the Dog Bounty Hunter. I love it. Or it could goes, be just two dumbasses that just randomly decided to be violent because there's a bunch of violent dumbasses mainly in big cities. And then the FBA is like, I can't fix this. I can't solve this. Let's just blame politics like we do everything <laughs> yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. Because they exactly. always do that. It's and like, ah, well, might as well be, right? Yeah. Then they announced that they found a, a, a length of rope. Tied off in the, yeah. in the back of Lady Gaga's car, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's interesting." A subway bag, I think, was also yeah, recently yeah. Just <laughs> discovered nearby. Wow, that's going to be the meme forever for all these hoaxes. Having I a subway so. sandwich. I mean, it's like it has to be. It also just like okay. I am. I am reminded of what what happened often because it is just so fundamentally ridiculous, and people ran with it. Remember, I think she deleted the tweet, but Kamala Harris tweeted. Uh-huh. She's like, she's like, I've never known someone as honest and as brave as Jesse Smollett. These <laughs> people like, are. Like, <laughs> they just cringe. They, it's like. I imagine Kamala Harris is sitting there and you're like, Miss Harris, what's your first name? And she goes, Harry, Harry, I can't tell the truth. I have to lie. (laughs) You're like, tell me just something simple fact. And she tries really hard. John. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it has to be a lie out of her mouth. I wonder every single one of these people. If because uh, Gaga performed at Biden's thing that. Joe and Kamala know her, and they think that the FBI will get more funding if they say that it might be politically motivated. Ian just solved it. Interesting. The two people who stole the dogs was <gasps> Joe and Kamala. That's, that's what I'm getting at. I knew it. And yeah, it was Joe with the I'm gun. He's for, like, yeah. "Come on, like, man, give like, me the dog." Will they get more internal funding if it's a political no, crime? No, I don't, I don't think. Know. So. I, I, I think of the of the, the Kamala Harris meme where she's like looking on the phone and looking down, and everyone's like, everyone's saying she's on the phone with Joe and what she's saying to him. And I think of her going like, "Joe, they." They found the dogs, Joe. It's, <laughs> they, they know that it's us. The gig is up. No, but but you do bring up a good point Salt in it. that uh, they just attach white supremacy to everything. Yep. You know, so if there's like a problem, yeah. so so like you know, a dog got kidnapped and the FBI can't figure it out. Uh, white su- supremacy. Like, and then 13... the left goes, that explains it. And they go, oh, thank you. Yeah, exactly. FBI agents for that fake news. Fake news. Yeah. yeah fake news. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna get to the point where like you know someone's car breaks down. <laughs> And then, like, the, he brings it to the shop, and the guy looks at it and goes, uh, white supremacy? Yes. And then the, the guy goes, oh, oh can you fix it? 
Well, I'll do my best. Let me see if I can get the ADL on the phone. <laughs> out here. It'll just be an excuse for like anything that goes wrong, right? So like the power will go out. And then people will be like, we want to know where the power is out. And the mayor will be like, ladies and gentlemen, hate crime, white supremacy. Just yeah. snow. That's it. And they'll be like, what? They'll be like, that's what happened. And they'll go, help us, please. Yeah. Help us. Oh, heavens. That's big cities, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure this is what they're doing. And was it L.A. Or, or another city? There's been a, a spike, a purported spike. I don't know if the numbers are actually pretty solid. But there's been a purported strike in anti-Asian American violence. Yes. And, there was and two- I saw someone blame. They were like, well, naturally, it's white supremacy. Well, no, they, like, they protested for this. They, yes, uh, they, in right. In New York City, they did a march against white nationalism. And the suspect who attacked this Asian guy was black. Yeah. Not white. Yeah. And then in, in, in San Francisco, they did the same thing. Yep. It was a suspect was black. And they were like, but it's white supremacy. Right. Somehow. That's what's driving this. Dude. In New York is- with, with the attacks on the Hasidic Jews all the time. It's the same thing. It's like, this is, this is white supremacy run rampant again. Wow. These people are insane. That's one of the reasons I don't want to be in the cities anymore. But look, I'm not. We, we mentioned it periodically throughout the show. But like, this is just falling apart. When, when you have very clearly a black man attack an Asian man. My response is, I don't care about the race. Yeah. It was a guy who committed a crime. But then when all of these people are like, white supremacy was the problem, and they go march, I'm like, yo, it was, it's, it's, listen, it's class, it's poverty, it's education. Like, we need to, to, to help these areas not scream up, like, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll make, I'll simplify this. Okay, I'll just slow down. If we see crime, regardless of race, and we say, if we can alleviate poverty by targeting class issues and, you know, economic factors and education, then we can help solve that po- po- uh, problem of violence. Instead of doing any of that, uh-huh. they go, it's like, you know, you know that meme where they're all at the meeting and it's like the one, the, the two, the, two people uh-huh. give a really bad one and then the third guy gives a saint and they throw him out the window. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like, there's a guy and he's pounding the table. We need to do something about all this violence. And then someone says, you know, like we can blame white nationalism. And the person says, we can blame Trump supporters. And the third guy goes, we can just help deal with the poverty that leads to violence. Throw them out the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the window. It's easier for everyone to be like, how about we just uh, march against white nationalism Bingo. and solve no problems? Blame. Bingo. Because it's, it's far, like the other, the, the problem is the alternative is you have to slog through the hard stuff, right? You have to work through the education and like the psychology of criminality and all the other difficult things. Families. And, yeah, and fatherless exactly. Homes. And all of these other systemic oh, problems that, that there's not a, there's not a silver bullet for and there's not a convenient bad guy for. But that yes. sounds like hard work. Exactly. Yeah. And you got a target compound interest which un- undercuts the elite Everything. class of fiscal giants they're making it, what's a hundred billion dollars make you a year in just basic 2.3 percent interest yeah. you know? putting it in the right investments meanwhile i love that i can't remember which comedian said this but he was like when you're poor they they, they charge you money right like you're at, you, you you go to the bank and you're 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 negative so they're like i gotta charge you 35 dollars now you're negative yeah. 50 dollars uh-huh. meanwhile when you're rich they're like ah oh, sir you're wealthy let me give you some more money right that's wealthy. the way the system works is it like i understand the idea of interest the bank uses your money for loans or whatever to a certain degree it's fractional reserve it's a weird system but like punishing the poor right that's just ridiculous it, it, it was always weird to me when i would get like an overdraft fee i'd, I'd like i had one point where i when i was like a i was like 18 or 19 lost a bank account because it went negative and I couldn't stop the negative continuing to go negative. And I just told them, I was like, you realize like, I don't have money, right? That's why it's negative. They're like, well, sir, you know, there is a fee. What happened was it was like, if you have less than a certain amount, you get a a fee. 
and that fee put me negative, and then I got a over, and then I got like a negative. You yeah, know, exactly. a stick right. pack fee, of gum or something. They no, charge no, no, thirty five no, no, no. bucks for. I it. had like four bucks in the account, but it was a five dollar checking fee yeah. because I had under a certain amount. So then it went negative. Then they charged me the fee for being negative, and I showed up and said, "I don't got thirty five dollars to fix this." Duh. I was like, "I didn't know you were going to charge me right then," and I'm poor. And their and their response was, "Well, if you don't pay by next week, you can incur another free." And I was like, "Then close the account. Congratulations." Yeah. <laughs> and now, yeah. what are you going to do? You're going to try and get thirty five bucks from me? I don't have. I'd be. I'd, I. I'd have like negative two dollars, and then I'd buy like you get a pack of gum, and then you go get a sandwich, and then you go buy like a ninety nine cent something, and they charge you ninety dollars, thirty five, thirty five, thirty five separate fees. And you call them, and you're like, "Hey." I didn't know I was in the negative. I'm going to deposit some money. And they're like, I can get rid of half of your charges. Yep. You're like, dude, you can get rid of all of them. <laughs> but if can. you act like a jerk, they won't help was, you at all. Check this out. There was this crazy thing that happened in Chicago like 15 years ago with Chase Bank where it was there was an error in the ATMs and it wasn't subtracting money from people's accounts when they were withdrawing from ATMs. So cool. And so it led. <laughs> so here's, here's what happened, though. So I go to the ATM. And it was like me and my friends were all going to, going to a show, like a bar venue. And I put in my card. I had a couple hundred bucks. And I was, I was like, I'll take out $20. I see the amount. I take out 20 bucks. I look at the receipt. And it says the number didn't change. I'm like, that's got to be wrong. So I, I'll take another 20 bucks. I take another 20 bucks. The number didn't change. What? And I was like, what, what is this? So the I put my tree. card back in. And then I was like, I'm going to take out 100 bucks. 100 bucks com- comes out. And I got 140 bucks. I look at the receipt. It didn't change. And I went, <laughs> this is messed up. So I deposited all the money back in. Like, 20. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Because I'm like, dude. There's a you, they're going to get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not playing games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an error. And I thought, I thought it was going to give me the correct readout. But it wasn't. So I just deposit, put the money back in. Here's what happened. Tons of people started being like, oh, free money. Yeah. And then what happened the next day? The system updated. Ah. And everybody was negative, like a hundred, two hundred bucks, <laughs> and then all the fees charge. and everything yep. else. Yep. And the bank was like, "Too bad." <laughs> I'm like, "Did they do that on purpose?" Uh. Because they just like imagine you do that. All the poor people think now's my chance to get some free money because the system is broken. No, it's not. <laughs> It'll fix Amazing. itself. They'll they know. It. They just because they they don't know. Because the, the the amount in your account is wrong doesn't mean they don't know how many times you took money out. Right. So it updated and then said withdraw 2020, 2020. And then people were just like, I just lost got all that smoked. money. Yeah. Yep. Dude, you said you went with your friends to a bar venue. I got really nostalgic. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really. I want to go hang out at a bar. Yeah. Man. We'll tell. Uh, right. I mean, we have one nearby. You can go hang out. At. Yeah, but not with a mask. Yeah. I don't want to do you, that stuff. I just want to go chill with like 50 people in a bar. Yeah. Get an IPA. Sit look outside. around at people. Relax. So, so I did that last weekend. <gasps> oh, um, cool. Where? This is the fir- I think this is the first time I've said this out loud, at in least Florida? out of like oh, my, my apartment so with my girlfriend. Yeah. So the, here's my public <laughs> confession. Um, I, I went to Nashville last weekend. <gasps> wow. I visited my brother who's down there and he was like, he he's thinking about moving down there. And so I went down and I was like, listen. I haven't seen the guy in a long time. We're, we're super, super close. And I was like, I, I want to see him before he leaves. And, you know, neither of us are getting any younger, whatever. And so I went down there and I remember we went the first night, him and some of his, some of his buddies. And I remember just sitting in a bar, listening to a bar band surrounded by people and no one was wearing masks. And I was like, this feels so wonderful. You cherish yeah. it. I have people like for the first time in a year, I had people physically close to me and I was like, yeah. great. <laughs> yes. Like step Bring on my in, shoe, man. bump into me. Sit like give me a feet. hug, man. This is, this, this is is yeah. fine. This, I don't I don't mind this at right? all. This is one of the reasons why was, I was up in New Hampshire during the summer and spring because yeah. it was normal life up there, you know, yeah. large parties, large gatherings and and you know, one of the lowest sick rates in the nation. And I was going to say and no one told the coronavirus in New Hampshire because for whatever <laughs> reason, they're 
rates lagged yeah. way behind everyone else in the country. Well, how about we uh, jump over to them super yeah, chats already? If you haven't, smash that like button. Seriously, it really, really does help because the engagement is just fantastic. It let's YouTube know that you really do like the content. But don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Leave us your comments. Jump in the super chats while you can because we're going to start reading those. And go to TimCast.com to become a member and get access to exclusive members-only content. Let's read some of these super chats. All right. Let's see what we got here. We got Petty. This one's for you, Ian. He says, Ian, were you aware that JP Morgan sank the Titanic? which was actually the Olympic, not only as an insurance scam, but in order to kill three bankers who were opposed to the Federal Reserve and seize their assets. I don't know if that's actually true. I read that before, but I think it might be a conspiracy theory. Whoa. Yeah. I've never heard anything about that. That's amazing. Ian's given this one a Google yeah, as soon go. as the show. I, heard right. theories, I would bet on it. Yeah, I haven't been able to confirm them yet. Yeah. I haven't looked into it. We have, a, we have a very important factoid here. Oh. Black Lion Grunt says, Tim, fun fact. Did you know that Mortal Kombat is the reason the rating system for video games exists? Ooh, I, I oh, miss yeah. the I missed the quarter wars in the arcade. Was it because it was too bloody? Yeah, yeah. They were like, we got to tell people. They're like, like, we have to allow some way for parents to know that they shouldn't give this to their children. Huh. Particularly yeah. the, the spine ripping out of Scorpion, I think, is fatality. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. As the mainstream media was playing that again and again, saying how bad it was oh, over and over. I remember seeing that as a child being like, huh, why are they showing it then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> we got uh, Rook says the golden Trump is a troll. We will never stop as long as the media cries. We are electing Trump again, period. It is Trump or nobody, Trump or no vote, period. I completely believe that. Yeah, me Listen, say whatever say whatever else you want about it. We're gonna do the golden Trump for the Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We got we gotta talk golden Trump, but it's gonna be special and we're gonna swear a lot. So (laughs) three seventy five shooter says Eric Weinstein stated on Lex's show, wait until everything is connected. History is producing rhymes and repeats via incest. What does that mean though? He's just—he's a big picture guy. I think once I don't know when everything. Wait until everything is once we can see the system. What's happening clearly? You know, we have the Great Reset. We've got COVID. We have the Federal Reserve, the finances, all this stuff. The wars all over. The energy systems fusions on the horizon. Mars is becoming caught. Like what we're going to see, we're going to look back on this, and and everything will start to make sense. The ancestral thing is very interesting too. You know, humanity yeah. is very ancestral as a species. I'm glad you Tur- have the spinny thing in front of you. Spin that, yeah. Yeah. Turk. Where, where, oh, yeah. Um, Turk Longwell says, Tim, us folks who have fired weapons understand the damage, not these politicians. We need more veterans in office. Love the show. Spin that thingy. Can you can you see it on the camera? I don't think so. Let me give it a little spinny, though. Uh, I can. can. You pull it back. It Nothing in it. No, you can't no, see you it. No, you can't see it no matter how far back you pull it. All right, it. here. I'm going to lift it up. Oh, oh, oh no. no. You ruined it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe Monday. Oh, the wow. levitating <laughs> little flower pot has now been... Decapitated. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. Dis- disabled totally right though we absolutely need i there was a really bizarre comment today from leader mccarthy or i guess no longer leader minority leader mccarthy about um not having guns on the capital premises and listen i didn't grow up around guns i, I came to guns pretty late in life and i, I know i'm not alone <laughs> among the republican party and, and, and being that way but it really read like someone who has always just sort of thought of guns of being very icky and i think that it's very difficult for a lot of republicans to recognize that the vast majority of, of the conservative movement does not see them that way but I I mean, the interesting thing about guns is that even there's, there's a ton of support from Democrats for yeah. guns. Yeah. So like there was that moment where the union working guy like questioned Biden on his guns. Yeah. You also have, you know, blue states up in the Northeast. They're very pro-gun. Yeah. Vermont. It's it's only these like ultra urban coastal elites specifically that are anti-gun and they have a lot of political power, and a lot of money to push right. these things like Bloomberg, for instance. 
Yeah, it's it's far more a conversation too about class and about location. And so if you have if you have people who are poor and rural, their feelings of gun on guns, regardless of their politics, are going to be far more supportive than anyone who lives in a city. Yeah. We got Remy says nukes should be centralized. We don't need politicians or bureaucrats handling it. They can't even give COVID relief without arguing for months. Every major city would be a radioactive wasteland before we could send a response. Interesting. I'm sympathetic yeah. to that. Honestly, nope. like if there's anything the government is good at, it's not making a decision particularly fast. Yep. Josh well. Mabry says, Tim, you're right on the nuclear side. I was in missile maintenance in the Air Force. The whole point of deterrence is mutually assured destruction. Right. Yeah. If, if, if Xi Jinping says we fire the nukes, then Biden will fall asleep and then we die. Yeah. But the idea yep. would be that you fire the nukes, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. In theory. Joshua Sanders says each nuke requires two keys to turn simultaneously to launch. Biden not having access to launch all the nukes, I think, is just a metaphor. Huh. Metaphor for what? Interesting. I don't know. Oh, I think that's, that, that gets to the point about um, what his, like, w- what are the sorts of steps that the people around him take as a result of him not necessarily having the mental capacity that he right. needs to execute the office of, of the presidency? Yeah, and so to, today it's nukes, and in a few months it's who knows. And are they yeah. saying that it takes two turnkeys, so, like, Biden can't wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, and turn the key? He no, that's the a second person to do it with him? I think that's, a different I, I think that's there. There has to be an operator there who, right. who, who, who physically transacts on doing it, but that there's one person doing. making the decision. Yeah. All right, let's see. America 76 says people should start saying Obama instead of Biden. The Okami cabal is in charge of this administration. Biden is a figurehead puppet and the republic is toast. Well, then. Jesse Padilla says, Tim, I worked with a Syrian refugee that praised Trump for bombing the Syrian government and was happy to be living in America. Interesting. Yeah, I buy that. Advent Falling says, Tim, we're mostly in agreement. If not, I respect your point of view. However, GTFO, Ed, Ed, and Eddie represent libertarian capitalism. Ed is freedom, Double D is innovation, and Eddie is ambition. Yes, fail often, teaching us to balance the Eds inside us all. I hated that show. They were losers. Are these the super chats from yesterday? No. No. <laughs> we were talking about members yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie, though. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. Potato Masher says, Luke, you are forgetting about the Kurds and the uh, Peshmerga. I'm not. I know about them. And the United States backed them and then turned their back on them when Turkey attacked them. And now the situation gets more perplexing. That sounds right. Brighton Klein says, would you guys consider having Tom McDonald on the podcast? Viral rapper against woke mob. P.S. Love the website. I laughed when I heard Tim cuss for the first time. Caught me off guard. Love the work. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We don't we don't show in the family friendly version. The bonus stuff is for the adults late at night. Sprinkles of the A word tonight. Thanks, y'all. It'd be funny to have an episode of the where we cuss a lot but it's all beeped out this is what's on the website like five minutes we'll, of it. we'll film a normal segment and then have someone go in and put strategic yes. beeps oh, randomly amazing. to change the context of everything <laughs> we're unnecessary yeah. censorship we yes. were just talking about tom mcdonald before the show he's yes, a big he's hit around great. here I'd yeah, love to have he him just on. released clown world yeah uh, so great music video we are gonna have him on he's fully invited and he knows this and we're gonna make it happen nice well awesome. some point right yep it's gonna happen Full Mental Alchemist says you should never give government any power. What we need is a real reset as in a divorce. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Saying it for years. Andrew Ranta said, started listening after Michael Malice, who was on Cash Cab, was an amazing (laughs) Alex Jones whisperer. I love the nightly convos, plans on a member's audio, RSS for the bonus content. So so to Luke and the best, shout out to Luke and the best political shirts.com. Thank you very much. We're working on a mobile app for the website. 
And then we're going to have over OTT, it's called. So that's like Amazon and Roku and all that stuff. So then you'll be, so then members will actually be able to watch the bonus content on their TVs. Cool. Along that's with the awesome. Episode. It just takes time to build. So like yeah. putting together the first iteration of the website was not super difficult. You know, you get a, a, a person to like put together the layout, but then getting the actual core coding and development and apps and everything is actually going to be a much a longer process. Yeah. But we needed money to do it. So we had to start a website. Yeah. And then once we got a bunch of members, start I was like, OK, now I'll start yeah. improving it. Yeah. And then we're going to do a lot more. I mean, this app is going to have other kinds of content. We keep saying over and over again, we're going to go to the range. But then, you know, Luke, Luke didn't come to the range. So how dare you? How dare I? What? It's true. <laughs> We ran I drills. Had a family. Luke, we we went to shoot. the. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Tom, uh, Tom's says, "Give Biden the thinking cap from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy." Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean that would help definitely. Yeah, that'd work. Jay Jav Tandez says, "Tim, get Ed, Ed Calderon on yeah. the show. He is an ex counter narc agent from Mexico. I would He's love got great to. insights about how cartels will become a bigger problem in America in the future. Reach him at edsmanifesto.com. Yes, definitely, indeed." We will we will note that down. I, he's in my mind. Dan Dante Dantic VS says, been following y'all for about a year now. Thanks for preparing me for 2020. Mm. Luke's video with Wesley Clark was shocking. Heard you guys like RPGs. Ever heard of Rifts? Bebop is my second favorite yeah. anime. You think that video is shocking when you watched it? Imagine being the interviewer <laughs> with Wesley Clark and seeing his face and being like, oh boy, I'm probably in trouble too. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty, uh, yeah. I've so, never heard of Rifts, have you? No, I haven't. I haven't heard of it. No. I, maybe I have heard of I it. I started playing Genshin Impact a little bit. What is it? It's uh, it's a newish game. It's open world RPG. I think it's online. I haven't played enough to, to, to be able to tell you too much about it, but it's like very anime style, kind of like Breath of the Wild in some ways. Mm. We'll see. I don't know if I'm going to be into it and actually end up playing it. Valheim's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a development team survival of five people. Viking yeah. game. It's five people. It's got up to wow. four million views in four weeks or something. Four million users. So Seven Empire says, none of us are virgins. The establishment has funked us all. <laughs> By Cardano. What, what, what's Cardano? I think I, it's I, another privacy cryptocurrency. Yeah, I've been hearing about it from people. It's made by the same guys that did... Oh, geez, I don't want to mispronounce it. It's Ada is the company that, yeah. that does it. Um, God, what did they do? They were involved with Ethereum, I think. I don't know, to be honest. I'd love to get their developers in here, though. I mean, I've been seeing people tweet about it. Let's read some more about my friends. Don't forget to smash that like button and subscribe. Fox Coon says, fascism is a form of far-right authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and the economy. Interesting. Wait, I want to clarify on Cardano. I think ADA is the token, and right. Cardano is the company. Is right. that right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tyrell Wilson says, for my stakes, as long as it's still bleeding and moving, then it's there perfect. There it is. Ooh. Oh, could not agree more. It's trying to get away. Yeah. You're chasing right. it down and you jump on it. You know? Some people, right, Steve exactly. Rinella, Rogan's buddy. Did you yes. ever see Meat Eater where they all went Steve hunting Rinella. together? Yeah. They would, he'd like kill an animal, cut out the, the gullet and like eat it raw, eat the liver Jeez. raw. All right. That's Apparently a little bit too metal to me. I'll be honest. I don't think I'll do Parasites that. in it? I don't know. Sometimes, you, yeah. You gotta ask Steve Rinella. Yeah. Crazy. It's should... very funny. I, I remember we, uh, we were talking, my girlfriend and I, about how like the human body has can no longer process meat because mm -hmm. that was just a thing that I thought was true. Totally not true. You can eat raw meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I eat steak tartare all the time. There's some people that do, yeah. Steak yeah. tartare is amazing. Really I've never is. had it. Like the quail like steak egg. Steak sushi? Yeah. yeah. I always just assumed you had to cook it. Mm. Who knows? Yes, as no. long as it's good quality and yeah. parasite-free. Right. Well, don't the... do chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went to I went to a burger place once and I got a grilled chicken sandwich and I was like sitting at the bar. And the lady was like, what can I get you? And I was like, I'll get the chicken sandwich and I'll have that one medium, uh, medium rare as a joke. 
it was like, so the guy next to me said he wanted his well done. Yeah. And I said, I'll get the chicken sandwich, but I'll have mine medium rare. And she goes, okay. And I was like, wait, I was kidding. I can't, <laughs> can't do that. Don't and she went, it. oh. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Don't I eat. would have left. I would have fled. Yeah. Well, eat. I imagine she would have gone back and the guy would have been like, I can't make a chicken sandwich medium rare. Okay, good point. Because of salmonella. Yeah. And you can't yeah, do pig because of trichinosis. But for yeah. some reason, beef is okay and fish is okay. Is yeah. yeah. Well, sushi grade fish. Sushi grade yes. fish. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, you can get Certain sick. kind of fish. Let's see. Coldy Locks Productions says, we can push Russia around because we broke their backs financially in the Cold War with the Star Wars project, making them think we were developing extremely advanced tech, and they tried to match us spending all their money. Oh, wow. Crazy. Smart. Yeah. They also just kind of ran out. Like, central planning doesn't work too well, unfortunately, for the Soviets. Right. And so they, they, yeah. they, they learned the hard way that uh, like fr- freedom and free enterprise do tend to work pretty effectively. Sammy Joel says, Tim, will you please get Flecka's talks on the show? Also, I think that Biden Indiana Jones meme was made by his producer, Richard Ratboy. Uh, Flecka's is always welcome. He has a standing invite and he knows this. We've never had him on, have we? We haven't, no. Well, Flecka's, come on the show. We should, yeah. You should be on the show. Ultimate (laughs) Bonaire. Bonaire. (laughs) It's French, I'm imagining. Sounds like it. Says, so I don't think that Oregon would ever allow those counties to merge into Idaho because then they'd lose all the money from those counties. It's kind of the same up in Washington with Seattle. Everyone in the state hates them. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, look, you've got to have a strong petition. Like, you can't... Look, the left knows how to protest. Mm-hmm. They know how to occupy an office or, or sit in a street, and it works. They, they put pressure on. They get it done. And, and to be honest, they have the advantage of being able to be violent because, you know, Republicans or people on the right are second-class citizens in that regard. If you do anything in any capacity that's violent, they will. it'll be every headline news outlet. But Antifa right. can, you know, burn down entire cities and, you know, you know it's a peaceful protest. No, but I'm saying get organized. You know, uh, uh, you can't just be like, we voted. You've got to be like, we are going to boycott. We are going to general strike. Imagine if they're like, we want these counties because they make us money. And everyone said, well, we're going to go on a general strike then. Yep. Then, then what are they going to say? Now you're just being hampered by this. I mean, wasn't there some big thing like a bunch of tractors came out and like blocked roads or something? Yeah. yeah. Where was that in Finland? It was in Finland. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Quint Jufre says Princess Cruise Lines had 45 original cases. Yeah, I remember. That was the yeah. first. That was the first one, right? That's exciting. Yeah. Yep. Good times. Michael Ravel says this team, Luke, Tim, Ian, and Lydia is great. Mr. Holden is cool too. I look forward to this every night. Keep up the hard work. Well, so long as y'all subscribe and go to the website, become members, smash the like button and super chat, we'll just keep yeah, doing it we because, count on you guys. but the, the ultimate goals with all of this is to grow the company and hire more people and do more awesome work. I love having you on, Drew. It's really that, fun. Thank you. Yeah, as soon, as, soon as I heard all you guys' names and then Mr. Holden, I was like, oh, God, I'm going to oh, get roasted. <laughs> I was like, so, someone's absolutely going to take a shot at Just me right Holden. now. Yeah. And like, uh, I was oh. sitting here the whole time. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Quick, quick, quick. We got some interesting super chats. Oh. Kevin Bergman says, as a fifth generation Oregonian from the state of Jefferson, I would support greater Idaho. California has invaded Portland, Pacific Northwest, and taken over our politics. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Beard says, Wyoming here. I work in IT at a high school. We had a delegation from Weld County come through and check out how our school is like. Wyoming already has voiced support. I want to see that happen. Yes, me too. Me too. That would be such, me too. It would, it would, it would like a pressure release valve yep. for a lot of the hot politics in this country. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing too is like there are an enormous number of benefits, but also talk about an excellent way to decrease political strife between yes. the parties. Yes. I, I actually lived in Weld County for about a year. Uh, it's a wonderful county. It's very rural. 
super, super like low key farmers. Everything's cool and chill. Far cry from like Denver and Boulder. What's the situation with Weld? What's happening in Weld County? They're thinking it's about the moving up to Wyoming. They're they're on oh, the they board with too. Wyoming, and they yeah. want to be a part of Wyoming. Greatness. Yeah, who wouldn't, right? K. Purdue says, "I am Canadian. Our isolation camps are horrifying. Please check out Chris Sky. He sends Ubers to the hotels to help us escape. Really? I've never what? in my life. Uh, what is going on? This is I've never ever." considered any ill will towards canada or concern yes. or i thought it was uh, the most free awesome no country way, <laughs> like this is terrifying that's yeah. it's always been pretty bad yeah. yeah all right what do we got toby walker says curious what ian or any of you think about cardano over ethereum solves gas fee and governance issues of ethereum yeah, i don't I hear, know anything about it I'll i hear it's it. like the next generation ethereum really yeah. interesting maybe i will look into it mm. maybe i will look into it Jonathan Westcott says, instead of greater Idaho, they need new states so they have less concentrated power, more electoral seats, can flip, and aren't held hostage by large states. Well, look, if you make a bunch, if you break off a bunch of rural count, like counties into their own states, then the Republicans just win. Right. And the, and the blue cities are like, eh, it's not fair. Yeah. And, and no, and they, no one will agree with it, right? Even, even writ large. And I think that the, the beauty of being able to get into other states is that you get around yeah. that sort of concern. All right. The Civic Nationalist says, the American Revolution was started by smugglers. The tea tax was paid in Britain and was propaganda by smugglers because they didn't want to lose on the monopoly. Come back home. You can give up this thing called presidency. Sing God Save the Queen. I wonder if there could ever be any circumstance in which the U.S. decides to be a part of the, the Commonwealth again. No. As an, as an Irish American, I, I will say I am strongly you, against this very idea. But you. Did you guys see that video that went viral of the Irish guy at the checkpoint? Oh, my goodness. No. No. I love it's that just, man. I'm channeling him. It's just audio, but apparently it's an Irish guy, and he pulls up to a checkpoint in Ireland, and then he just starts, they're like, How, how's it going, sir? Where are you going? He's like, none of your goddamn business. <laughs> he like, starts yelling at him, and then he starts screaming like, it was really amazing. He's like, we fought for 800 him. years, and now you treat us worse than the yeah. British Army did. It's just a That's really amazing. Okay, yeah, I, I gotta listen to that. Yeah, I was it gonna was, say, this, this sounds incredibly yeah, up my alley. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, it it's just audio, but someone shows this like super ripped farmer guy waving the Irish flag, and then it shows like a cop, <laughs> like, you know, like a cop yeah. waving a rainbow flag. Like the flag. dog's meme, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy audio where like, it's, it's really interesting to hear someone say, like, we fought for 800 years. And yeah. now you would treat us worse than the British Army. Yeah, and I'm man. like, that is bold. And then the best part, you, oh, man. I don't know a whole lot about politics in, between the Ireland and the UK. Just a little bit Ooh. on the surface. <laughs> I know about like the IRA. I went to Northern Ireland. I went to uh, um, Belfast. Belfast. We went there together we went there, during we saw the, 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 the burning of the effigies yeah, yeah. that they had but, there. But uh, once a really interesting thing happens is he's like, you believe the guy, the Irish guy says, you believe all this stuff. You believe all this stuff. And then he's like, do you watch the news, sir? And he's like, oh, the news. And he's like, do you, do you watch RTE? And he's like, RTE is shite. And then he's like, well, what about the BBC? And he goes, oh, the Crown News Service. <laughs> the Crown News. And I'm like, this Irish guy is laying into man. these people. Amazing. No, but it's really interesting for them to recommend the BBC to an Irish guy. Yeah. I was like, I'd imagine that would piss off a lot of them. Yeah. You think that's yeah. what I'm going to be listening to for my news? Yeah. But then again, look, you know, we went to Belfast. I don't know a whole lot about the internal politics. There's a lot. Other I, history. I, and yeah. I, I think a lot of it probably comes down to there's a, a certain uh, provisional sensibility that some Irish, I think, have probably in Dublin and in the surrounding areas where like, well, why wouldn't you like like England and the rest of the Europeans? And I would imagine some of the folks in the rural areas have a it's little bit cities, of a, a, yeah. a little bit more sensitivity about these yep, sorts of yeah. things. Same as America mm -hmm. in that way. Mm -hmm. All right. Toby Walker says, please look into having a blockchain expert like Charles Hoskinson 
I also uh, on the show. I also hoped uh, hoped y'all enjoyed the Bushtail coffee, Brushtail coffee. Oh yeah. Did we have that? No, I haven't had it yet. We got. The I've been drinking Krigler coffee these oh. days. Oh yeah. Krigler coffee. Oh, I highly recommend. Heart it's delicious. To but uh, I will take the Brushtail next. Politically defiant says Tim. Me. Idaho already has a seaport. It's Lewiston, Idaho, as the Snake River connects to the Columbia River, which connects to the Pacific Ocean via Portland, uh, Oregon. Hope everyone has a most wonderful weekend. Stay epically awesome. We will have a very wonderful we'll weekend. Do. It will be fun. The weather is getting really nice. Yeah. Mm. You know. Good point about the Snake River, too. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. 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 Michael Witten Campbell says, Eastern Washington, uh, Washington of Washington State talked about this two years ago or three years ago. They wanted to go to Idaho, which would split the state in half. Could you imagine if Eastern Washington and Oregon joined mega Idaho? <laughs> Ultra Idaho. Yes. Or just became North Idaho. Greater Idaho. And then you had yeah, North yeah. and South Idaho. Oh, I love it. Hey, I hope they just call it Idaho, not Greater Idaho. <laughs> I like Greater Idaho. There's so many puns. Oh, well, we got a very, <laughs> we got a very serious correction on our, on our, um, oh no, on our. Uh, Thank you, chat. Story about that. Uh, um, what, what kind of vegetable? Eggplant. No, no, potato? no. Potato? Is it the potato? Uh, 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 see, I was avoiding saying it because uh, he says, excuse spark. me, I think you mean, mean potatoes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can't say potato anymore right. because the O is, you know, we got to get rid of the right. It's, it's gendered or yeah, something. Yeah, I forgot, yeah. All right, Shoddy Vice where he says, quick PSA, completely off topic. Make sure to drink water. I had my first kidney stone and oh, oh boy, getting a catheter mm-hmm. hurts a ton, the a crap ton. Worst. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Taking another sip, great drink point. Your Always water. a great reminder. Seventy-four percent water. Yeah. I was told by the doctor to put a little bit of lemon juice in yeah. your water, but yes. drink it with a straw because the bad acid the can be bad for your teeth yep. mm. and your lips probably. Mm. Mm. Cassius Cam says, "I'm from the state of Jefferson. We already call it that up here. We produce nearly all the beef and water for California. We just want to be left alone." Mm. Interesting. I like well, it. then. Just start acting like you're the state of Jefferson. I mean, it sounds like you are. They fly the, the flags up there. The agricultural differences are curious, too, right? Because, I mean, I think that that's one of the other reasons why these places have so much value, why California would be so unwilling to lose them, but why they'd be so attractive to other places. Yeah. Yeah. Hellbound Wolf says, you talk about fifth generational warfare and how our colleges have been infiltrated by the Chinese. Trans ideology started in colleges. It was our youth uh, willingly. Well, I, look, I, for, for the sake of YouTube, this is too spicy and they're going to get me banned if I read the super chat. And so I know they're <laughs> watching. Yeah. But I'll just That's say he's talking colleges. about a lot of leftist politics and, and how it's, you know. Coming from college, higher education. Yeah. We're all on campus now. Yeah. It, it, Jacob, in the words of Andrew Sullivan, it, yeah. everything about American public life starts on college campuses these yeah. days and, and transmutes away off really quickly. True. Jacob N.M. Clutter says, Tim, Article 5 doesn't apply to new states or land transfers. That falls under Article ah. 4, which oh. requires approval of both states in question and congressional approval. Artic- Article 4, Convention of States. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good fact check, though. Casey Schultz says, Mr. Potatix Head. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Potatix Head. <laughs> no, it's Potatix Head. Oh, sorry. a character in, in Tor Story. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Mix. So if Mr. Potato Head <laughs> is bad now, then how long until they try to cancel and erase that series? Oh, boy. Surprised they haven't already. Oh, Sparky. Toy Story. Sad. Toy Story. Sparky it. the Byros has just had a thought. If Mr. and Mrs. Potatoes Head are, are now <laughs> socially illegal, are they going to digitally remove them from yep, all this Toy yep. Story movies? Oh, my this God. Amazing. No, what they're going to do is they're going to digitally alter them to be identical. And then, and then just have them call, both will be called, they'll be referred <laughs> to as Mix. Yeah. Mix Potatoes Head and Mix Potatoes Head. That's yeah. It. And then they'll have to go in and they'll have to change the subtitles so, yes. that, so that both of them are MX right. Potato Head. I'm Pro- surprised they're not Z and Y. I know, right? Six Semper Tyrannus says, Tim and the gang, y'all got to get a 12.7 millimeter by 99 50 BMG anti-material rifle. Long live the Republic. God bless y'all and stay safe. 
We will with that. Hmm. What's yeah. Yeah. What, that? what, what an excellent, yeah. excellent what we su- suggestion. That? Sounds like that could do some damage. That's interesting. Anti-material yes. meant for destroying material. Is that what that is? It's for blowing up helicopters and tanks. Yeah, I was oh, wow. say it's like yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody commented in the chat before, and they were like, "50 BMG for when you need to remove when you need to kill a building." <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. J.K. says in Newfoundland, they put the province under the province under house arrest and called an election. The size of Japan and 600,000 residents, four deaths and months between cases. What did you at by our provincial greeting? What did you at by? I don't know. that. Well, it's beyond me. I don't live there. <laughs> but that's insane. Like that's and again, an empowered government. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Tim says if greater Idaho idea occur, then precedent set. Counties can vote to do the same. Dangerous and stupid idea. Split divide the U.S. like Israel-Palestine. It already is. It's too late. Look at the look at the past several elections. Mm. It's been like 50-50 and struggling. You know look what I mean? Democrats there's no there's concerns. no unified co- culture anymore. It, it wouldn't be split like Israel and Palestine, though. Those are two different languages and religions. Like it, that's it, what it would just be different happening. states. No, that's what's happening. But yeah. I also think that if you had different states, it would be a re- like as you mentioned earlier, a really good release valve where yeah, you wouldn't right. have you wouldn't have people who were resentful and frustrated by the pack the fact that they had been politically disenfranchised. Franchised. But they I would think, just be mad about normal things. Right. But I think that would just redraw lines and get us ready for. It a civil would war do that. Again. A lot of people would have their hand in the honey pot trying to get get a bonus with those. What would happen is re- redraws. The red states would become ten times redder. The blue states would become ten times bluer. Mm-hmm. It would solidify all the political divide, and that's a really dangerous precedent. But it's, it's it's it's. I don't see I don't see a way around what's happening. The the, yeah. the 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 divide in this country is so insane that you like I literally tweeted. That, so there was a there was an image of those people in those pods. <laughs> and uh, you know the kids in the yeah, school. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, if, you, if you're if you're crazy enough to do this, then you deserve what you get. Go vote for whatever you want. And I got a response from a tribal leftist I know who says, "You're so dumb. Why would these kids want to spit on each other?" And I'm like, "Slow down, there, buddy. I didn't say the pods. I didn't say anything. It was a picture of kids in school. For all he knew, I could have been saying, if you're stupid enough to go to these schools in the first place, when you are advocating for them to be closed. The point is." How is it that when I say an image of these kids in these pods is, is insane, a guy who advocates for stu- schools to remain closed <laughs> yeah. is now saying, well, they should be in the pods. So they don't spit on each other. No, they shouldn't be in the school, according to you. But these people have no principles. The tribalism is everything. I just hate you because you're in the wrong tribe. And this is going to lead to people fighting each other worse than we've seen in a long time. Yeah, we and nothing stopping it. No, the ideas. Democrats are making it worse. We went over this the other night with the Echelon Insights polls. You see this? Where Republicans were asked to rate their highest, their, their strongest concerns. Oh, I did see this. I did illegal see immigration this. Yeah. and taxation and, and Trump police. voters were the number one. And I then think, white Democrats. nationalists and then white supremacy because the Democrats are screaming in the face that Republicans are evil and Republicans are sitting there going, I think illegal immigration is bad for our economy. You know what? Someone, I think it was Jesse Kelly. said conservatives lost the culture war because they weren't fighting it. Yeah. yeah. Or, or he said the Democrats won the culture war because they were the only ones fighting it. Yeah. So you've got all of these people who are asked, and they're conservative, they're Republican, what do they care about? And they give you a policy issue. They're, you're sitting here as the left is screaming, threatening to go after you, to, to, to kick your, your uh, representatives out of Congress, to send the feds to go arrest them, to claim that any kind of violence from these Trump supporters is the end of the world. They're calling it 1-6. It was 1-6. We need a 1-6 commission. That's what they're saying. Yeah. Meanwhile, Antifa burned down all of these cities Two billion dollars in damage, and that was the insurance cap. So it was substantially more than that. Nothing. There, there, there is a, a a battle happening. There is a conflict going on. And look, the solution to whatever it is is out of my reach. I can tell you, like I said over and over again, 
violence isn't going to solve any of these things because we're in fifth generational warfare. So maybe people need to assert their rights and say, we want an Article 4 convention to redraw these lines, because at the very least, then we will have a pressure release valve from the people who are the people right now trapped in these places, like in Jefferson, oh, are probably yeah. boiling over exactly. furious. Exactly. Give them that release. It may be bad in the long run because it just hyperpolarizes states, but it's better to alleviate the tension than to let it explode. When what what happens when they say no, we won't give you this reprieve, and then the people in Jefferson say, then we're going to call our buddies and we're going to set up a barricade, set up our own police force. Yeah, exactly. And then chaos. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Allison C says, everyone's all worked up about Lady Mockingjay's dogs. No one gives a damn about the dog walker who was shot four times in the chest. Elites. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's doing well, I guess. Really? Dad's on him. Yeah, he's coming back. That's good. Poor guy. Yeah. Thomas David says, you also get charged $2,000 to stay in on those lockdown hotels in Canada. Yeah. Wow, crazy. We have to pay for that. We were talking about that on the show, and it's even steeper in the United Kingdom. Yeah, it's bad. OMG Puppy says, FBI investigates Lady Gaga's stolen dogs. In Seattle, the John Brown Gun Club shot two black teenagers joyriding through Chaz. The city doesn't care. Welcome to America in 2022. 2021. Why did I say that? Because you're a prophet. That's right. Julius Kamina says, pretty sure Norm MacDonald, Dave Chappelle, and Danny DeVito took the dog. Man, are they screwed when they get caught. Those guys specifically, huh? (laughs) Captain Spanky says, Tim... I'm in Harney County, Oregon. Today was the first I've heard of Greater Idaho. Our county voted around 75 to 80% Trump. Hopefully it comes to fruition. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah. All right, let's see. DJ Madero says the state of Jefferson was going to be announced on Monday, December 8th, 1941. Just think if they had done it on Friday, December 5th, 1941. Now, what would the West Coast of the United States look like today? I mean, look, California's too big. I think California, Jefferson should exist. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. But, you know, then people will, you know, actually, I'm, I'm curious as to what made like these cities in Oregon, Seattle and Portland so blue that turned the whole state under the control of the Democrats. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think it's just a size thing, right? Like so many of these these counties are so sparsely populated that all, all it takes is a big city or two that's overwhelmingly left leaning and it, it's enough to, to skew it pretty meaningfully. Yeah. That's my guess. And then, and like, even Washington stated in Oregon, even 10 years ago, there were at least a number of Republicans, yeah. right? And like, they've, they've all, all in one case and most in the other have been wiped out. All right, let's see. Jonathan McClee says Charlie LaDuff is now suing Governor Whitmer for covering up the COVID numbers in Michigan, yeah. accusing her of all the things Cuomo has done. Ooh, yep. interesting. We should reach out to Charlie. Yeah, there's, and it seems we, like there's pretty good evidence that they, they made a lot of the same decisions that Cuomo did. Yep. Oh, yeah, they did. Tons of, of them. Yeah. And are, are, right. are covering up all the numbers. The same all right, Cuomo let's did. just grab, uh, we'll so grab one bad. more super chat. Charlie. Eric Rivera, 219, says this $20 is for Ian. Tim, we tune in for the whole team. You preach freedom of speech, but are always condescending or cutting Ian off. A lot of people think like him. Well, then. I will go, say, Ian. he's not always condescending. <laughs> at all. And in fact, very rarely. That's but in those point. heated moments where we maybe condescend each other, it is not intentional. That is not the goal. Tim and I like to go at each other. We don't. I mean... I don't know. I can't uh, speak for you. I happen. just let myself get heated when I'm talking to you. I find it entertaining, engaging, and I'm, I'm a better and more vibrant person afterwards. Challenging, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have not already, smash that like button because it really, really does help. The engagement is good for these channels and subscribe. We are very, very close to 1 million subscribers. Yes, please. And uh, I think it'll be another month and a half or so 
But mm. uh, it, it, might, it might pick up. You know, the, the beginning of the year is always kind of crummy in terms of just like engagement. Everyone's kind of worn out, especially after an election. Yeah. Everybody who works the political and news beat knows that like the few months after any election, everyone's like, stop, enough. Yeah. I don't want to think about this anymore. And then, you know, it just goes down. So uh, show your support. Subscribe, like button, go to TimCast.com, and we're going to have some uh, exclusive bonus material up. Probably just a short extra bonus segment today where we talk about uh, what we're going to talk about. The, the, the golden, golden Trump. Golden yes. Trump. Yes. And you're going to want to hear gilded, this one. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. gilded We Trump. got some opinions. So uh, follow me on all social media platforms at TimCast. You can check out my other YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash TimCast and YouTube.com slash TimCast News. Check out this podcast every Monday through Friday live at 8 p.m. And if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or any other platform, leave us a good review and give us all those stars because that also helps us very much. And do uh, you want to shout anything out, Drew? No, I, I don't really have anything to shout out. I, go follow the TimCast. I mean, that's what you should be doing. Yes, I'll, follow us. Like, throw me a follow on Twitter, too. It's Drew Holden 360 But yeah, that's that's all I got. Yeah, yep. man, all got right. threads. Well, on Twitter, Instagram, and even YouTube, I am Luke. We are changed. My main channel is We Are Changed. And I forgot to say this. I also have like my own members area that I've been doing it sporadically for like seven years on some what? tips and tricks. You can check that out on wearechange.org forward slash donate. And because you do, I'm here. So thanks so much for having me, guys. You guys can also follow me at iancrossland.net where I sell merchandise like this. Delicious oh, free the code, free the code <laughs> mug where I was drinking Krigler coffee out of earlier. It's magnificent. Uh, Drew, coffee. <laughs> always awesome to have. Yeah, Adam Krigler has his own coffee brand called Krigler yeah, Coffee. Good, Krigler coffee. Always awesome having you here, man. Time flies when you're here. I love it. I, know, I hope right? you come back soon. Hey, pleasure's mine. I, I, I Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. it's 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 fascinating every time I'm on here. I love the conversation, <laughs> and it does. I mean, I I've never had a moment on here, and I've, I'll be honest, I can't always say this about everywhere I've been, but I've never had a moment here where I'm like, what are we going to talk what about next? We've always well, got something to talk about. Five next. people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And different worldviews and opinions. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 if you if if there's ever like a lull in the show, I'll be like, Luke, the government. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, free the code? Let's go. <laughs> the Federal Reserve? Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. DMT? <laughs> okay. All the above. I yeah, guess that's exactly. Monday's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'll, it'll be like, you'll, you'll sense that lull coming in, and, oh, and someone will be like, I just don't agree that Pac-Man was the greatest character. <laughs> and, and then as everyone starts to like slow down, I'll go, it's interesting, too, but I wonder what the government has to say, Luke. <laughs> what do you think, Luke? Yeah. Well, oh, the government. <laughs> Ron Swanson is my spirit animal. I know, right? <laughs> oh, Truly. He's great. I love him, too. Hey, oh yeah. oh yeah. We're also I forgot Lydia. I didn't yes. forget. I oh, was just yeah, waiting yeah. to. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here in the corner. I push the buttons. Um, I like to talk about the science. I love the science. I really like talking about it because I worked in the hospital. So anytime we have content about COVID and stuff, I'm always interested in that. But you can follow me on Twitter and Minds. I'm real. I'm Sour Patch Lids on those platforms, and then I'm real Sour Patch Lids on Instagram and Gab. We will see you all over at TimCast.com as we talk about the large golden Trump. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you there. Bye, guys.